more about okay. you. Coming in fresh. All right, ready? Popping right. a rocking. Cheers! Full on quarter notes, real strong, strong rhythm. I didn't get you. There you are. Mm. I was gonna hit this thing, but I gotta give it the old gentleman swirl. Mm. All right, Mr. Mario, what is this podcast called? Uh, Consistently off. Yay! Oh, it's going. All right. It just, it was on. I love that. Did you see it? Did you see it down here? It was going. I didn't see it down there. I heard it earlier. Consistently That's it's always a consistently go. off unless I know. I mean, it makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a part. That, that's, that's the cool. that's the first time that's happened. Yeah. What do we got? Number <laughs> two seventeen. Number two seventeen. Welcome back, everyone. It's consistently off, and we are here. It's Mario Deliva from its Vinegar Hill Studios. What's happening, man? Yeah. Hi, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Glad to be welcome, here. Welcome. Thanks for cruising. Yeah, get comfortable yeah. with it. Take I'll it wherever you it. need to. Yeah, yeah. Get get all up on. Good. good. You have armrests. They're meant to be mangled, right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, nice. We're drinking old fashions tonight. Is this a staple yes. for you? A um, little bit. Uh huh. I remember it was one of us that had, we were having a conversation the last time at Boomtown Brewery. Shout out Boomtown. Uh, shout yeah, out shout out to Boomtown Brewery. That was the show we played together mm-hmm. when I was playing with the Dancing Skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great and, set, um, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. You guys too. Thank uh, you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how we got on the topic. I think you were just saying drink of choice, or we yeah, were talking exactly. about something, and yeah. it's old a, fashioned came up. In conversation. It's a good staple it, as long as you're not yeah. like the diviest dive bar ever. Sure. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to mess up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm hesitant. Certain bars, oh sure, yeah, sure. old-fashioned sometimes. But, you know, yeah. it is a measure. Let's, let's say that. It's I'm a not going to the doll hood and yeah. getting a fucking old-fashioned. Old yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not going to the doll hood. Period. I'm so, getting yeah. something in a can or a, they don't a, serve alcohol, so or a bottle <laughs> of the, the doll hood. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, they're beer what? only. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting something in a can or a bottle. If I, oh yeah. And so I trust. I meant spirits. Sorry. Spirits. Ah, there any like a soju place? Is like bourbon your go-to spirit? Whiskey? Uh, between that and gin. Oh. I'm actually a big okay. gin fan. <laughs> yeah. I, was, yeah. I was almost going to say that, like a gin and tonic or sure. something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we would have done that. But, Next uh, time, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. We like to adventure, too, and try different gins, because there's a lot of good gins. Yeah, there are. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a hierarchy on whiskeys? Uh, you know, for old fashions... If I go to a bar, it's usually Woodford Reserve. Oh, okay. That's on, one course. of my favorites. Yeah. We just finished that bottle off on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, we had oh, some. nice. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Woodford. But Makers is great. Oh, or yeah. uh, Bullet. Bullet. Bullet bourbon. Bullet. Those are like my Bullet's top cool. three. Uh-huh. For so, sure. you, so you stick to the bourbon-y area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, so I guess old fashions <coughs> kind of has to be. Yeah. yeah. Have you had the Woodford Double Oak? No. Oh, That's sounds... even like, yeah, Yeah. not warmer, but like not... it. Sweeter, I guess. It's just a oh, little bit sweeter. Okay. Woodford already has that nice mm, home, yeah. big blanket feeling. Uh, <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Spoken like an alcoholic, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, I was given Knob Creek once. Oh, as the a knob. Gift. We have some knob right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was pretty good. It's a little strong, I think. It is. It's, it's like a hundred proof or something. If yeah. you're interested, second yeah. old fashioned could be. <laughs> oh, <God>. If <laughs> you're interested, uh, right. I'll stick to If you give me double the ice cubes, I'll do it. Okay. All right. Sure. I just need to water that shit down. Just like that, that whistle pig was good once I got the ice cubes. Like, Yeah, are it. you a rye yeah. fan at all? I, I don't know enough of it. I've, yeah. I've tasted whistle pig, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'm mostly sick of Yeah, I've had some good ryes. Yeah. I like rye all right. One of the best ryes I have was Michter's rye. Yeah. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had Papi Van Rinko. Ah, Papi Van Rinko. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, gins, what's your go-tos? 
Ooh, uh, has to be Hendrix. 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 That's my dad's yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. In fact, I'm getting him some for Christmas. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I was gonna see if you were a Sapphire man, but Hendrix. You know Hendrix. what? I, I was until Hendrix. Until. Yeah. Yeah. I found out I do not like Bombay Sapphire. Oh, the Saf. Or Tank Ray, to be honest. Whoa. Really? Whoa. All right. Yeah. I mean, okay. I really like. Uh, <laughs> what the Hendrix? Hendrix yeah, I Hendrix think is, is the best. It's the jam. The, yeah. the other one that what when did we have the other day with? Uh, well, actually, two. D and D episodes ago. Oh, oh was, yeah, it's some, some fancy little, thing. It's some little Dude. maker. I think it's oh, Vietnamese. Or we something. need to look that up because that's yeah. like we gotta tell him because that's like one of the best. Yeah, that was a very yeah. good one. It was and the bottle looked like a hand grenade or something. Whoa. Like, well, yeah. it's like really pretty. <laughs> the holy hand grenade. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll find, find it. it. We'll find uh, it. Give it a no worries. Well, uh, yeah, gin and tonic lime. Yeah, you know what? One of my favorites is I actually found it on the website because I got super into to gin at yes! one point. Yeah, yeah. I actually went and looked up like on the Hendrix website. Oh, please. Oh, what and they had this uh, this cocktail recipe for a Leslie Gracie. Okay. I guess it's named after the owner of the company or whoever sure. started the Hendrix uh, distillery. A- anyways, it's just um, Hendrix, soda water, and elderflower liqueur. Ah. Yeah. 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 Sounds yeah. awesome. That'd be and so refreshing. <laughs> it's yeah. actually really good. Oh, I, I love music. <laughs> when I go to bars, I'll stuff. do that a lot instead of like a gin and tonic. Totally. Depends on the bar and the bartender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they the have to have elderflower shit. Yeah. You know? That yeah. Yeah, and you have say, to explain it usually. Yeah. Can I say Leslie Gracie and they look at me like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Elderflower uh, Saint Germain. Saint Germain's. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's gotta yeah. be right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, do you have a well? <laughs> yeah, well, well, elderflower. Well, elderflower. I, I actually, would be hilarious. <laughs> I played a show. Just homemade was, uh, moonshine. Was it the British here in Lancaster? I think. That sure, yeah. Been it. They they had a a well. They didn't have Saint Germain, but they had an elderflower liqueur. Cool. cool. Like a, I never homemade knew that there was something? more than one. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, a, it's a rare ask. Yeah, if they have like a if they have a well Jaeger, you'd be like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely homemade. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So now I always round out like alcohol conversations with anything is available, anything. It's an open bar. Um, the sky's the limit. Yeah, you're not paying for it. God every day, is. God's every, gonna pay for it. Yeah, yeah. One drink. What is it? Ooh. Long Island. It would probably have, to, <laughs> I guess, in the spirit of of something more on the smokier side, have to be a good Scotch, like Ooh. a Macallan. All right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're just talking about some scotches too. Yeah, Someone be. gifted us a blue label for a party. Oh, yeah. And that's so, great. yeah, we're gonna have gonna day be our, after uh, Christmas. We're day gonna, after Christmas episode. We're yeah. gonna sit yeah. with it. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> we're gonna have a chat around. Fuck, it. that's gonna make three whiskey episodes in a row. Wow. <laughs> Tis the season Tis to be whiskey. Yeah, It's raining outside. It's, yeah, it's yeah. cold. Fucking, it's cold. Yeah, it's well, baby, we were talking about we're going to do eggnogs with it. I have some eggnog right now. Wow. Scotch It's <laughs> 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 disgusting. Wow. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, well then, let's get right into it. All right. When did you start recording music? Oh, well, I'm recording myself in high school. Okay. Yeah. So I think, uh, starting on like GarageBand and moving to Logic. Yeah, how uh, old are you when you start tinkering with GarageBand? Uh, probably about, what, 16? Like sophomore in high school. Sure. Something yeah. Like what's, the, what's the first instrument? A bass. Bass is nice. my first instrument. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what bass. I started on before recording was just playing yeah, yeah. bass, playing in bands. Mm-hmm. What age did you start playing? Oh, about, I think, 12. 12? Okay. Yeah. So not long after. Yeah. Did so, you ask for it? Was it... Was it? 
forced upon <laughs> no, you? No, luckily. It's funny. Uh, uh, my dad's a bassist. Oh, oh there you go. And, uh, he's a righty bassist, but I play lefty. Wow. So he took one of his basses. He saw my interest in music and uh, restrung it, flipped it around. Flipped it for you? Yeah. It's this. I'll screenshot it and send it to your Instagram. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, sorry, um, it looks like this. Sorry, the, the oh, thing yeah. was all pulled up. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It yeah. has like that kind of pineapple design. Yeah, yeah. No, that was some good shit. Nice. So, so your dad's bass, he, he then strung it upside down for yes, you? Yes, one of his. He had a short-scale uh, Fender Music Master bass. Oh, hell oh, that's yes. It yeah. was the one he learned on. Oh, even oh, that's better. Awesome. Yeah. So it's like a... It's like a... 19 what? <laughs> had to be from... Easily the 70s, nice. early 70s. Oh, yeah, so cool. Do you still have it? I do. And God, it's still lefty. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he, he modified it. He even moved the input jack to the opposite side. He drilled into it. Like, oh, it's not worth anything. Yeah. That, that's what's cool. It's, it's pretty punk rock. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. Does it, uh, does it still sound fucking dope, right? Like, yeah. Do you yeah, use it? I, no, oh. I, I'd say I'm going to, but I yeah, just, yeah. it's hanging on the wall. Like, have the right, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, just there. Has yeah. it made it onto recordings? No. What? <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Um, there was a summer camp I did where, it was a summer school, uh, it was actually at Cali Mayor in Torrance, and sure. uh, I went there to kind of brush up on some, a couple, like a, a math class and, a, and an English class, and then there were two electives, and one of them was songwriting, the other one was, I think it's some sort of band setting, but just playing in, in a band, ensemble of some kind. Got it. And, and we did a recording there, so I, I wouldn't say yes. <laughs> that was one of my earliest memories. And that's what like, got me into really doing the music as well. Not just yeah. playing at home, but playing in bands and the social aspect of it. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> it was kind of funny because there was times where we, I would end up giving like lessons to the class, but, not, but just for, for no reason. The, yeah. the teacher was super cool. I was like... Hey, I had an idea. What if I did this? The teacher was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I Let's went, work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know a ton of things, but it was just like, <laughs> hey, guys, want to play bass? Put your hand here and here and play this. You just How old are you when you just start teaching people? Like, oh, I'd have been 13. <laughs> I don't even play bass a year. <laughs> you just started. I just started band. taking over the class. So <laughs> it was kind of funny. Uh, maybe because I'm an only child. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is I, I was polite about it. I was respectful. Like, yeah. I, I just, it was more of a suggestion. Like, hey, would it be cool if I, like, did, like, a bass lesson for the whole class? Yeah. Because the, the way the, the class worked is, um, it, since it was a band setting, sure. sometimes the teacher would teach everyone guitar, everyone bass. It was kind of more in, in the round. Right. It, depending on the day of the week and, mm-hmm. and whatnot for this, this summer class. But it was really inspiring, and then that's when I got into songwriting too, from doing this class sure. and then totally having yeah. fun. And so then, what? Uh, okay, so what songs are you learning at you know, twelve years old on the bass? Like, what, what oh. are you learning to play for the first time? I remember the first one that really got me into it was Seven Nation Army. Sure, oh, yeah. White Stripes, the, the yeah. like the yeah. bass line of all time. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mentioned I was a lefty, so my dad's a righty. He's a bassist. Mm-hmm. Um, he played for a number of years. Um, it is, oh. <laughs> Teens, twenties, early thirties. What kind of bands? Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, he actually was in a grunge band in the nineties. There you go. Actually got signed at one point. Cool. Yeah. So what was the name. Uh, the name was called Sugarcoat. Okay. Uh, they ended up getting shelved by Epic. Oh. Re- la- you know, classic Labels, story. Bands, yeah. Bands. Uh, he yeah. had two really amazing opportunities in two different bands. One was more of a 
Latin funk band, but but very much not quite Santana, sure. but it was much more in that vein. So it was sure. more pop oriented, not like traditional right, right. Latin funk. However, right. uh, th- that band they got they they were pretty big at, at some point to to get traction, um, and then the biggest one was when he got signed to Epic Records. Uh, and then that lasted very shortly. And what the crazy so thing is, <laughs> yeah, so did grunge. Yes, yeah. yeah, it was. It was back in the '90s. The band was slated to kind of be like the next garbage because they had a female singer. Oh, cool! The, the music's really cool. It's never been released. Uh, the only way we have access to the music is during the the tracking in the studio. Uh, I don't know if it was him or, or the guitar player brought a blank cassette and told no the engineer, hey, way. can you just dub it on this cassette Whoa. so we can take it home? No and everything way. else has been shelved. Yeah, that, that was crazy. Short-lived. So, that's, like, even at this point, they won't release that. Uh, I think I, at one point, I think they owed a, a lot of money to the oh. you know how the labels yeah, were yeah. to the studio that were for recording it. Okay, and uh, and I think the lead singer ended up buying the masters back at some point. But okay, they disbanded. Sure. The the reason for the backstory is I had no idea. My dad had this whole other life <laughs> as a musician. Uh, as a musician, <laughs> and I was interested in music. And also, my great grandfather, growing up, when I would spend time at his house, he was also a musician, not on the on, on a professional level, but he played in bands and, and would show me guitar and cool. Uh, did a lot much more uh, Spanish because I'm half Mexican, half Italian. So on my Mexican side, a lot of Spanish music, cumbia stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was great, and and that got me interested. But I had no idea with with my dad. Mm-hmm. And it was it's, it's, it was kind of like a movie moment in a way where uh, I showed interest in bass, and then he had this. At one point, he kind of busted out his bass, and he was like, "Hey, I got to tell you the story about like all this stuff with Dude, that labels. Is crazy. And That's amazing. And, that yeah, is awesome. All this stuff. That's yeah. really cool. You said thirteen. Is that when that happened? Uh, r- around that age. Yeah. 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 So like you had a good portion of your life. Without lived, knowing that, without yeah. knowing a single thing, he, and yeah. Then, and then you I, show I knew interesting. He's like, well, we had instruments. I knew he story. had, <laughs> yeah. We had instruments around the house. I knew he had a bass. I knew he played bass, but I didn't know that he was signed at one point. And, <laughs> yeah, and had a think, whole history. You just think yeah. it's yeah. like a thing that he did when he was a kid. What was his like, job? Uh, well, at, so after that band broke up, got dropped from label, got shelved, and, and whatnot. Um, he for. His day job at the time was doing construction contract, woodworking right, contractor, sure. and whatnot. So, like, you're like, so, my dad's a construction worker. Yeah. Oh, oh right? shit. Oh, shit. He's yeah. also a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, uh, it was fun. I was telling a friend the other day, it was really cool. There was this interview with Mike Watt, the ba- that bassist, yeah. where he paid a compliment to my dad. So, oh, I was like, really excited about that. So, shout out. Yeah. Shout out, Mike I've Watt. never said yeah. that on air anywhere. <laughs> yes. Dope. Yes. Yeah. That is so. great. That's really, but cool. yeah, he's really talented. Bassist doesn't do it much anymore. Sure, and, but yeah, he got in a, after construction. He got into teaching woodshop and it was and technology teacher at a, a local high school and middle school, and then eventually got into like the more administration and as a union rep uh, for the Torrance. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, so he like, was. He's retired so, now. But. So like bass and kind of instructions are yeah. like in your DNA already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it was it was cool learning about that and that and one of the things he's been really my both my parents have been really supportive and throughout high school and um, and even now, uh, you know especially growing up uh, my dad was really uh, clear to me about asking me you know are you sh- like are you sure you want to do this <laughs> yeah when we would do big shows or we'd have when I would play a bigger show or have more of an opportunity when I was younger yeah he would say hey like is this still fun for you Are you still sure because yeah. like 
Because the second it's thing. not. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the thing with, with him is after the, when you, I, I don't know what that, I mean, I've had some experiences where, I've, and we all have those stories where you've come close to something big in the industry and then uh, there's a left turn of some kind. Uh, yeah, but on, on his scale, where, where you're already signed to a major label and then get dropped. like Right. Yeah, you recorded a whole the, album and then, yes, the, and then, then shelved. shelved. And yeah. then the label goes, hey, you owe us money. You owe us yeah. money or we're not going like, to You give told you... us we could go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did this for us. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So so that was so it's been really cool him kind of just asking me and, and and being really supportive of that and inspiring me to continue to do music. Yeah. And then learning about this whole thing. Is, is mom musically inclined? Uh yes, but but not uh she didn't pursue music like when she was younger, uh she had piano lessons and, and she I, definitely I come from knew a, he was in a band though, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they, they were they were married when he got yeah. signed and whatnot. Oh, and there so, you go. Yeah. Uh yeah, it wasn't until I mean, yeah, they they even waited a while to have me just because yeah. my mom my parents both thought like this could be the, the thing. The, the yeah. thing. Yeah. Totally. And they wanted yeah. to just wait and yeah. that was cool. <laughs> And eventually, and then I was about a year old when the band broke up or, or something like that. Crazy. And he's, nice. and he's like, you know what? I'm going to do something else outside dude, of... Yeah. yeah. Shout out mom. And he dad. has no regrets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah dude, I mean, it's like yeah. the way to do it. Like, live your life. And then when you're ready to have kids, have kids. Yeah. Like, if you're still pursuing something, don't have kids. Yeah. You're not going to be able to pursue it if you have kids. Right. Yeah, so it's cool, cool to hear that you have level-headed parents because we don't have a lot of people in here that do. <laughs> I've been very fortunate, very yeah. blessed. Shout out uh, great parents. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Over there on Oliver's Privilege Corner. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. fucking great parents. I do. Yeah. Fucking awesome parents. It's a good thing. It's a great thing. And and that, that's been really inspiring because I, I wouldn't be able to do music without having supportive parents yeah. and, and and take risks and opportunities yeah, to do totally. that. and. And have that encouragement. So then, what are what are they playing music wise around the house when you're growing up? Oh man, I, I got a cool story. I'll share with you. That's why I'm wearing the shirt. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. The so, Hotel California um, shirt. Yeah. Lot. I mean, you mentioned the Clash. Sure. Lot. Lots of. My, my dad was in the punk scene a lot too yeah, before sure. he broke into the more mainstream kind of grunge at the time. Sweet. So he hung out with like the Minutemen and played shows. And he he would do like roadie for like the Blasters and Dope. a bunch of. Uh, more underground bands and yeah. punk bands and, and whatnot. And, yeah, uh, dude, Blasters he would like to. They're still touring right now. Like wow, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> really? yeah. yeah, that's crazy. The Blasters fucking play nonstop. Um, he would play like X. He would play mm-hmm. uh, nice. the Doors. Uh, but the story with the sh- why I'm wearing the shirt as well uh, is that when both both my parents worked, so over summer, and, and oftentimes I'd spend time. At my dad's mom's, my grandmother's house, but on his side. Yeah. And my uncle had his huge record collection, but he just left it there when he left the house. Yes. Okay. And they, it had they just po- wrapped up their 2023 tour. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> <They're> insane. <laughs> they don't stop. It's the best. There's that's no more awesome. shows. Isn't this that year. great? Yeah. yeah there's a picture in our uh, in my parents' hallway where uh, my dad's in in uh, off the side of the stage because he was roading for the with the blasters. It's nice. pretty cool. Dude, Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially um, a candid shot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, being at my grandmother's house with um, all those records. With all yeah. those records, we yeah. had uh, one of the ones and I just remember what really captivated me was that was like one of the first things to like blow my mind. And it's it's hard to explain, but it was it was like it was this crazy experience to hear these amazing albums to put 
the needle on the vinyl. And, and, and this is way younger, before I started playing bass. This is mm-hmm. when I was, I had to be, like, I don't know, eight or nine awesome. years old. And I, and, I would, and I didn't know what these who the Beatles were. I, did, I didn't know a lot of things. I just saw cool album artwork, and that's yeah. what I would play. Dude, it's like the yeah, best, cool one picture. One yeah. of the best yeah. things yeah, yeah, yeah. about fucking old vinyl. Dude. Yeah, like and, and I just had a... Yeah. And my, uh, my grandmother had this, this old hi-fi setup, you know, Sweet. with a turntable and two of those giant box seat speakers yeah, dude. that don't produce a lot of bass, intended. but yeah. <laughs> they're huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really cool. And I would just sit... <laughs> Again, I'm an only child, so... Um, uh, and, and growing up, uh, there weren't a lot of kids on my block just for some reason mm-hmm. where I lived. So, uh, even down where my grandmother lived, my grandmother just lived down the street, but yeah. still, uh, yeah. A- right. anyways, yeah. yeah. You're like, so grandma, how about, uh, how about those Dodgers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the recent G.I. Joe episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I mean, like, like any kid, I was into cartoons, but, sure. but definitely playing the vinyl and just having that that discovery of hearing music sure, for the man. first time. That just I remember yeah. hearing uh, uh, playing Abbey Road for the first time. That's another album I remember, Hotel California and Abbey Road. Nice. And I just, just asking myself, like, what is this? What is this happening is in my body? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll show you, share with you something funny. Um, my, one of the things, the way. My, I know my my uncles thought my parents were crazy, but one of the things they believed in, especially my dad, was zero censorship for music, with mm. exception of super explicit hardcore rap or any sort of metal or anything with like that any nine year old shouldn't yeah really like listen yeah, yeah. To. ICP fuck the world Not yeah yeah, yeah something like yeah. like there's, super there's explicit yeah, yeah but but yeah. pretty much I had I could listen to any record and and one of the things that that I would that um, my grandmother would do, and my parents too. Every Christmas, I'd ask for a CD or an album yes, or something. That's amazing. That was like my thing. So, yeah. uh, so, so I actually would get notes sent home because one of my uh, favorite, two favorite albums were uh, one of them was "Dizzy Up the Girl" by Goo Goo Dolls. That came out when it's I was in preschool. Yeah, I love that record. I still listen to it now. It gets me it's really inspired. Great record. Dude, it's so mm-hmm. good. Solid. But I was in preschool at the time, and I would bring Everclear to preschool. I'd bring Chumbawamba to preschool. Nice. <laughs> I would <laughs> bring... That's yeah. amazing. That Chumbawamba <laughs> record's good, too, but yeah, weird. Yeah, Tub Thumping was, was my... Weird, fi- I, I would right? sing that all the time, and I, all, that's all I knew was that i get knocked down part, yeah, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. And, and pissing so, the night away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the preschool right. teacher was like, you can't sing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd write notes to my parents, like, please bring more age-appropriate music to show... Because that's what i bring to show and tell. Nice. Great. Yeah, plus pissing. Oh, and Europe. sex and candy, Marcy Playground. Yeah. Sex and candy. So I'm in preschool bringing yeah, sex, that, and sex and candy. That, candy. One, that one's a little more. And, uh, I smell sex. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I didn't know what any of that preschool, was. Preschool, like disco were... lemonade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Darling Nikki. Yeah. Wait, is that Marcy's Playground? Uh-huh. Is that okay. the same? Oh, okay. Because I had the, the original, now that's what I call music CD. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So it had oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. It's almost the best one. The Cherry Poppin' Daddies. It had. Uh, that's bunch of Zoot Suit Riot. Zoot Suit Riot, yeah. yeah. Riot. <laughs> yeah basically, any of the, the late 90s big songs. That's what that, that CD had. So I'd bring that in for show and tell, and a lot of kids would uh, would be bringing in like Barney soundtracks and stuff, and I'd be bringing in Everclear and <laughs> yeah. Chumbawamba and just like getting I'm notes in them. with your yeah, yeah. ghost. You're like, isn't this yeah. good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So a lot, a lot of late 90s influence. So from a very, very young age, and those are some of my earliest memories. Nice. Um, music's kind of been ingrained in me, and that's been a real positive because it was kind of 
he said uh, some family members were kind of like skeptical. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He should be hearing this. Yeah. In preschool, you know, like. Yeah. So this will be an interesting answer then, because if you're getting albums for Christmas all the time, what's the first album you bought with your own money for yourself, by yourself that you bought? Oh, man. Makes it extra heavy, right? It's harder, Uh yeah. Yeah. Let me see. He never has. I mean, it, you know, it's it's <laughs> no, kind of the same. I'll be honest. I was given a lot of albums. So yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it's kind of the same thing. Asking for it and getting it from your like because you know yeah, it's all, that like, age. Is, you got money and yeah. you bought. It. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the. Well, the the one I remember is is Dizzy Up the Girl. I mean, okay. that was huge. Okay. That that one, and I remember. Uh, one of the things I got obsessed with was watching MTV and VH1 oh, yeah. and music videos, and yeah, I remember yeah. seeing the uh, the first Dizzy Up the Girl. Maybe the one that I would say would be um, either the G- Gorillas Demon Days. Yeah, that nice. was one of them. Nice. And then American Idiot. That was nice. a one. Nice. Okay. Uh, my first big concert, I was in the fourth grade. I went to go see the Green Day on the American Idiot tour. Yes. Uh, at the, the Home Depot Center. The best fucking tour ever. That was amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> You're in fourth grade? Yeah, he's like grabbing his crotch and like women are, are like flashing and I'm yeah. just... That's it, dude. I'm there it's with over. my parents. Yeah. It's <laughs> over for you. Fourth grade? Yeah, there's uh, nothing cooler. Also, like, you didn't care about boobs. You were there to see Green Day. I was there to see Green Day. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 Ew, girls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was still in the ew, girls This does yeah. nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to be an American. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fuck that yeah, dude. and um, where this was, isn't huh? where was that show? It was at the Home Depot Center. It's now that's uh, uh, StubHub StubHub, StubHub Hub Center. Center. It's yeah. by Dominguez Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to plenty. Huge. Of, <laughs> that, was great huge that was a huge concert. And huge. it's funny. I think looking back, it's like I, I don't know if you should take your fourth grader there. Yeah, whatever. You have but to it was take your it was awesome. Yeah, you right. know why? Because I don't. For some odd reason, that particular venue or stadium was all ages. Because I went with my my cousin as well, who's a year older than me. So he was in the fifth grade, and um, and, and his mom. So it's like the parents and then yeah. Me yeah. and my cousin. Uh, yeah, yeah, the one you could get into. Yeah, and that's I thought that's what I thought I was like, oh, I can actually see a band finally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Finally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fourth grade. Yes, I've been waiting. I got to the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Were you like in seats or were you on like the floor? Or? Yeah, we were on the floor. Hell yes. So like, people were Hell moshing yes. and it was. That's <laughs> it was amazing. Nuts. That's great. Dope. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the best live show you've s- seen? Oof. Man, that's hard to top. Um, it may have been the King's Leon at the Hollywood Bowl, because that was my first okay. time at the Hollywood Bowl. Damn. Nice. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. And that was the height of their... Their power. They, yeah. When they yeah. released Only By The Night, I was a big fan of that album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's the height of their power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, was yeah. crazy, because... That was back when when the Jonas Brothers were big, so like they attended the concert. Oh. It, it reminded me of of this moment where, because it was actually in the news the next day, the who's who of Hollywood was yeah. there to see Kings of Leon at mm. the Hollywood Bowl. It was it was such a magical night. Like the energy there yeah. was insane. I was uh, I think I was a freshman in high school. Nice at that time. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were there other bands or was I mean I'm sure there were there, there were stuff. there were bands that opened I don't remember their names okay but they were fr- it was what was really cool is Kings Leon um they the bands that they brought on were friends of theirs yeah. that they had been touring with for years oh, nice that, yeah. and it just so happened that in their community the Kings Kings of Leon broke where the, the other bands 
weren't as big, but they still brought them on to open. That's right. Which That's is, the way it should be. Which yeah. is really cool. So that they brought their friends with them. And yeah. the fact that Kings Leon took a moment, or the singer took a moment to explain that yeah. mm-hmm. uh, when they were thanking the previous openers. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And w- the significance of why they were there and how those bands inspired them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That helps. It's a big help. Yeah. So I know Kings Leon sometimes yeah. gets some flack nowadays for they got so overplayed. That's what happens yeah. when you when you succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, when you win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my uh, least favorite songs are the ones that were played to death. Yeah. Like there's yeah. like three of them. I just don't care. But the rest of the album's still so. That three, three, four brothers of the album. Uh, uh, three brothers and a cousin. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, we're the, three brothers and a cousin. What's up with the singer, the bass player, the drummer? Damn it. They're, they're brothers, and then their guitar uh-huh. player is a cousin. Greta Van Fleet is yeah, I was gonna three say brothers that's, yeah, it's, and that's a cousin. Literally Greta Van Fleet, too. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. It's just called Two Brothers. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah, I mean, I'd sign that, right? I'd sign both of those acts. Sure. Yeah. Three brothers well, and a cousin, and you guys all well, sound like crazy that. Thing, yeah. Great. Th- their story was that they were uh, selling out stadiums in Europe. Like, they were huge. Kings of Leon? Kings of yeah, Leon. Yeah. Uh-huh. The record pr- prior Previous. to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were already big. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I knew big. them from, from albums before that. Me, bow, that song. <laughs> yeah, or On Call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Uh, what's, uh, Luke asked us to ask people, what's the most... Who did you... Who have you spent the most money to go see? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Ooh. So I had, like, one question was the, um, like, who have you seen the most amount of times? But okay. then his question was like, "What's the most you paid for a ticket?" Wow. Yeah, I, I think w- mine's two fifty Rolling Stones. That's what. Oh mine's wow, that's a good that's answer. Cool. Yeah. yeah, mine's Coachella. It's boring. Yeah, I mean, still crazy. <laughs> Three hundred fifty. Yeah. just <laughs> under yeah, just under two hundred for ACDC yeah. Dodger Stadium. Yeah, just to help you out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually don't go to a lot of big concerts. Mm-hmm. Mostly, mm-hmm. it's smaller acts. Sure. Um, the last big one I went to. I was really lucky. It was a Smashing Pumpkins concert at the Forum. That's Hell awesome. yeah. But uh, my buddy had won tickets. There you go. And as a good friend, as a thank you, because uh, uh, I, I also uh, play bass in his band, and uh, I'm actually producing their EP right now. There you go. Nice. Uh, but we've been friends for a long time. and, and That's worth a ticket. Had, <laughs> well, he had bought tickets for the night before, uh, and then he won tickets for the following night. Ah. Uh, so he's like, hey, you want to come? And I was yeah. So <laughs> see the Smashing Those Pumpkins? had to have been pretty expensive. I've oh, never seen them live, but they're, I've always they're so loved them. Good. Yeah. Well, what was cool about that particular tour, this was, what, 2018, I think? Okay. Um, what was special about that particular show is that um, they did everything without tracks. Nice. They had about, I don't know, six or seven people on stage. Okay. And all Sweet. of their... So and, tonight, and tonight has like live players, actual and strings shit. and shit. Actually, yeah. that's the only thing I, I was hoping to get like a see str- string section, but unfortunately, no. However, keys. there was keys. Okay, keys, key strings. Yeah. You know what's actually cool? They actually didn't have strings at all. Mm. They actually had a pianist, or, or I think it was an organist playing. It may have had a like a piano on the bottom and then an organ on top. Yeah, but they had someone playing the parts, just not fake strings. So th- this was like their. Nothing fake tour. Nice. And that's okay. what they were promoting. So and they're playing the parts just all not their as string patches. Yes. Yeah. And it was cool. nothing but live players. That's cool. great. That's awesome. And it was it was it was like a three hour concert. It was Whew. crazy. Oh, that's amazing. And they covered Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> and then, yes. And you got when, an organ. Once you know? we saw uh Billy Corgan start the song. 
everyone went out to take their bathroom break and smoke. Break. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mass exodus. It was hilarious. Because <laughs> my buddy was like, "Hey, I'm gonna have a smoke. You want to come with?" Yeah. Oh my god, right. that's amazing. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's no, hilarious. No stairway, Billy. Yeah, no yeah. stairway. And they did the full version by Denied. the way. Yeah, you did the whole thing. Of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 After our bathroom break, you know, we came back in. I think they were still soloing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can come in when the drums come back. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, knowing knowing Billy Corgan, that's probably on purpose so people can go yeah. pee. It's uh, a three-hour show. Yeah, you, know, you got my, my, my yeah. friend was cracking up because yeah, he was like, "That's it's so Billy Corgan." Yeah, he would just cover the entire stairway. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He absolutely would. Seven musicians on stage. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Let him do yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, he like you said, he planned it. He knows. He knows that they don't care. You know. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Just for him. Okay, so uh, your uh, like first recordings, well, first band that you joined, right? Because you're playing, you're teaching people how to play bass at thirteen. So that... I, I mean, I wasn't a great bass. Right. I wasn't like I'm so good. I'm going to teach you guys. Yeah, I, I yeah. just thought hey, wouldn't be fun if like, about I was. It. Yes, yeah. it was excitement. I was mm-hmm. really excited about the instrument and learning, and I didn't think I would be able to ever really play an instrument. So I'll share with you why I'm left-handed. So when I was born, I have slight kind of like paralyzation in my left hand Ooh, where mm. I I have less dexterity. So it, oh. my hands are a little smaller on the left side oh. versus the right side. Okay. Interesting. So okay. that's why I play lefty. So um, anyways, I can open and close my hand. I went to occupational therapy, to, uh, which is just physical therapy for your hands. Yeah, for yeah. People. And I'm able to open and close my hand and then touch my index and thumb together so I can hold a pick. That's why I play with a pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love to play with fingers, but I play with a pick. Can you make yeah. a fist? I can make a fist, yeah. yeah. Do L, oh. thumbs up, oh. and then hold a pick. Yeah. And then open and close. And that's well, th- that's fine. I'm not, yeah. that's I'm not mad at that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's why he restrung a left-handed. So um, so for me, it was, in a way, uh, what, what is it called? Um, there's a term for something difficult, difficult... Uh, there's a term for something that is difficult in your life, but it makes you a, either a better person or stronger at something. It, it, it's it, overcoming it's mo- adversity. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's a desirable difficulty. Okay, that's oh, what uh, the word there is. There you go. Desirable uh, difficulty. Very like yeah. Something you're 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 struggling with, but it doesn't set you back. It actually pushes you forward. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember seeing this. Uh, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell talked about that a lot, and he interviewed a bunch of CEOs where the majority of the CEOs of these major companies were dyslexic. Ah. And or had some sort of adversity growing up, or some sort of learning disability, or something that actually propelled them to work harder towards their goals. Right, and they succeeded in spite of their challenges. Right, sure. Like yeah. a speech impediment made them to go to Learn speech to therapy, yeah. which like now they're Bill yeah. Withers. Yeah, stuff suffers from stuttering. He's, I mean, I love that artist. So he's yeah. a huge inspiration. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's there's lots of stories like that. Yeah, a yeah. freaking sure president that. can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he, he did he the, now. He, he did the opposite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he, he did the he did the bell curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a steep bell curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense about Bill Weathers. And I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> 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 Bill, Bill's checking his watch. Yeah. No, I know. Bill, the whole no, band went. No, I know, I know. You know, when I was in college, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my hey, buddy, there was an exam my buddy had to do. We, uh, I have a best friend I've known since high school, and um, he's a guitar player. Him and I had split, like, he played guitar, I played bass. We did a band in high school together, and then he decided to go into engineering, which is totally cool, and then I decided to stay on music. And now he owns a home, and I and <laughs> I, I, st- I still live at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure owning a home isn't always lived up to. Be. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not bad at that. I'm super. Things happy Things are him. nice. Yeah, it's nice to have um, things. 
And, uh, but, but anyways, one, one of the questions on his exam, on his engineering exam, was how many times does Bill Withers say, I know, and ain't no sunshine? Which, it, was a, it was an extra credit question. I've yeah. counted 21. Yes, it's 21. Yeah. It's 21. Well, I want to say it's 21, wow. yeah, when he yeah, told yeah. me. I didn't know. Yeah, I, didn't, I, had a lot, I, I, I wouldn't yeah. be able to answer. I didn't know. He told me. I was like, really? That's yeah. for yeah. your engineering exam? When doing it's it, just like a fun professor. Yeah, yeah, too, exactly. yeah, yeah. That is a cool professor yeah, yeah, yeah. question. For extra I, credit, too. I had a history teacher who would just like give you a nonsense question for extra credit. He'd tell you the answer like a couple weeks in advance, and you just, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> they, yeah. What band sings uh, the, because con- we were learning about the Middle East, and it was like, you know, what band sings the Constantinople song? So, like, they might be giants. Yeah, they might be giants. So, yeah, if you can name they might be giants. Extra credit. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yep. Sick. I love that song though. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Like first band you joined. Then. Raising hope. <laughs> first band. Okay. First band I joined was was when I did that that summer camp or summer sure. school thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh, band yeah, and it was the called the Bulging Discs. Ah, Why? Yeah. Because my, the bulging discs. That's my, a very my dad, good name. My dad had a bulging disc at the time and had to have surgery. I mean, he's he recovered from it. Um, yeah. But uh, but as just like a, as a, as a funny great name, thing. great name, I mean, punk rock name, I guess. Pretty, yeah. Fuck yeah, it's a very good name. Yeah, yeah. it's a great, great yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that uh, how many bands have you like? Oh, uh, several, several in and out of, um, and I mean now now I'm just producing and then doing right, right. more just gun for hire work on bass. Yeah, but yeah, throughout high school I started. So my high school didn't have a music program. Um, I went to a Catholic high school. And um, Mary Star, shout out, shout out. I did, I did. Uh, what what do they call it? Catechism for fucking eight years. Oof. Eight years? Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I could only imagine your whole time in Catholic school. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, K twelve. Uh, yeah, dude, that's gnarly. But what was what's what was really cool experience? Um, <laughs> yeah, you're bringing I'll Everclear you. to them, <laughs> <laughs> right, dude? What's the um, what was, what was a really cool experience is two things. Actually, that's how I learned how to run live sound. So I oh, actually right. got my first okay. job at 16 working for my high school because I would do live sound for the assemblies. Rad. And I got, to, I, I got to get out of class early. I got, you know, anytime any teacher, I got to get out of exams. Like anytime, that's the thing about a private school is you can do those things. Yeah. 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 And it's not, not as big of a deal. And I would just go to uh, the, uh, the, the head priest and, uh, who, who ran... Uh, the school, because um, he had the principal, but then he also had the priest, the normal teams that ran the school, and yep. he would just write a note. He'd say, hey, give this to your teacher. And, nice. then, I, and then I'd be like, all right, sweet. And I'm getting paid. This is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So oh, it's like the real body of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I would uh, I would set up um, the assemblies. We would have guest speakers all the time. Sure. I'd set up the PA and run the board. Getting out of class. I mean, come on. Get out of class. Did you get paid for it? I did get paid. Fuck yeah. Uh, what was that? I think it was Church got 10, a lot of money. 10 25 an hour? Okay, just allegedly. As a allegedly. We don't, you know, we don't oh, yeah, child <laughs> labor doesn't exist. Well, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. Well, I had to sign a work permit. Allegedly. It was all legit. Okay. Like my, parent, my parents had to sign it, and I had to keep a time card and all that. All right. So the church uh, puts children to work? Can't <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so. That's so, dope, though, and then you get to learn like the boards and like yeah, how to, yeah, a whole bunch I, of. I got things. to learn how to mic stuff. And, sure. And the other thing is, is like, you know, the, the priests are kind of hardcore. So if I screwed up, I uh, made something feedback, I get yelled at uh-huh. in front of the whole class, like the whole school. <laughs> you know, I get like, you know, they get a dirty look or something. Yeah, if yeah. Something wasn't right. Um, 
Yeah, so I, just waiting like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, What's yeah. he gonna do? Yeah. They just look at look at me, but but yeah, that's that was one of the things I I did. That was one of my jobs, and then so um, cool. and then at the same time, there, so because of that, long story short, th- there wasn't a music program there, right? So I just started an after school club because you could start clubs there, and I just would find random musicians that, and oddly enough, I don't know why, but it wasn't. I mean, I don't care, but it wasn't seen as cool. It was actually like because you're a club off. kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, seen yeah. like a club kid, yeah. And but we were playing like Tool, we were playing like legit, <laughs> really cool song. We, yeah, yeah we, we were into like a lot of yeah, a lot of different. So like, nerdy to be in a rock band, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what they looked. Well, like. it's school sanctioned, so. yeah. 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 The, and the, what the, the cool crowd would, would look would like yeah would look at me funny. You and, like, used the system, and yeah, I'm like yeah. yeah. But we're playing like all these cool rock they songs. Not, and we're we did like Blink One Eighty Two. We were like doing all these things. Dude, yeah. none of your classmates even probably heard that music. That's true. Yeah. They probably come from crazy tight knit Catholic, Catholic yeah. households that are like, "That's all devil music." Like you either listen to AM radio, yeah, or this here, uh, you know, Christ came home for Christmas. So. <laughs> some, some, yes, and then others. Well, like I said, like the cool kids, they they were the ones that would drink and smoke weed and like Fuck yeah, yeah, and dude. play and play rock and roll allegedly. music. But I'm like, allegedly, yeah. right? and I'm like, well, just come jam with us. Like we got yeah. amps and stuff. Yeah, and like let's. And then I would set up, um, I would set up shows uh, for school lunches and assemblies. Nice. And then uh, eventually the high school had like a band, and we just like do covers and play like Weezer songs. How many people? Uh, at one point, uh, it was probably like 10 or 15 of us. So we just I, rotate. Just like a rotating thing? Yeah. Sweet. But oh, I was like, awesome. it was kind of like, it was kind of, there was like a core group of, of, uh, of friends where it was like a house band. Yeah. And then singers and other guest people would cycle in and out. We just played tons of different songs. Did it have a name? Uh, no, it was just called Jam Club. Jam Club. Yes. And we had a, we had a sweatshirt too. All right. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We Jam had a, we were able to commission a sweatshirt. And uh, we got people to buy it, and we just have Jam Club. I mean, that's still a pretty decent name. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's a bad as good name. as Bulging Discs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and that's why we named it Jam Club, because uh, we didn't want, we thought Music Club would be too nerdy. Yeah. yeah. Music or or anything with yeah. music in it. So we're like, well, yeah. jam, we, we just come here to jam, make yeah, music. Just jamming. And just jamming. Just jamming. Just jam. Well, yeah. Jam Club is a great movie about orgies. I don't yeah. know if anyone's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought That's it was a Smucker's documentary. <laughs> Smucker's yeah. Jam Club. <laughs> That's funny. Jelly of the Month. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the gift that keeps on giving. This week's Poisonberry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, writing songs. Like, you start composing, like, what age, you think? Uh, it was all kind of around the same time. I yeah. was really interested in... Um, Did Jam Club ever do any originals? Was there a jam volume one? Yeah. You know what? It, they didn't do... Uh, we didn't play originals live, but we would do, like, more house parties and stuff. Okay. Where we, uh, on the outside, we would write our own songs and have fun and jam the garage. and. Uh, so how old were you on the first, like, house party? Like, a show outside of school? That was all high school. Okay. Um, it, that was another funny story I'll share with you. Uh, I've A lot of times, I'd be jamming with a lot of people older than me. Sometimes guys, like... Or that were out of high school, mm-hmm. so they'd be like smoking weed and drinking and and allegedly, allegedly, yeah, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> um, and and then I'd be there like sixteen, everyone else was like nineteen, twenty, sure. playing bass. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was just like super into just the music. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was almost like 
because I was exposed to all of that, I didn't really have an inclination to like party and like drink because I saw like yeah, other it's about people, the music, man. Other, I'm not putting that down. Like, sure, oh, yeah. sure. But like, I didn't <laughs> yeah, feel drugs like drugs are I, awesome. I didn't yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I really didn't feel hey, like man, I was missing bro. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but yeah, I was 16. My dad would just drop me off at like some people's houses, and we just jam, and they'd all be like, especially when I would play like in reggae bands, and they'd all be smoking weed, and mm-hmm. I come home reeking like pot. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was one time where, because I used to play at my church too, where I went to a jam, a reggae jam session the night before, because church is on Sunday, I went Saturday yeah. night, and then um, my the they smoked so much pot that um, my whole bass case reeked, and my oh. ba- it like seeped into my bass. Nice. So the moment, uh, so the moment I got to church to it open my better. bass case, <laughs> it just it just like a wall oh, of no. smell hit me. Yeah. Like Father so, John Misty, I swear it was a skunk. <laughs> so I text my dad. It was Because when, when I play at church, we get there early to set up and rehearse yeah. and whatnot. So when my parents got to church, uh, my dad gave me some dryer sheets. He's like, here. <laughs> He's, like, He's an old pro. He thought it was He's the funniest a... thing. He's like, put yeah. these dryer sheets in your bass case, you'll be fine. He's like, like, why'd you take those out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had a, I had a box uh, in there. So, so, so yeah, he's like, he's like, don't worry about it. Like, just play. Yeah. <laughs> play a song. It's all good. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, and technically God made weed, so. Yeah, yeah. Should be it's all, all right. natural. Should it's be all, all right, natural. Yeah. More natural than the bourbon here. Mm. Delicious. But Shots fired. Shots fired at whiskey. <laughs> at whiskey. Not, not more natural than the heroin we're about to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all natural. Uh, yeah, so when did you start recording other people? Um, that wasn't until... After I graduated high school, a couple of years after, while I was... No, I just graduated college. I got my AA in music. I gotcha. went to a local JC and studied music there. And, um, you know, I was playing with a lot of different artists, doing gun for hire work and just playing bands. Um, and then one of the bands landed at this studio to record an EP with this producer, uh, who was like my first recording mentor. And I started... What was his name? Uh, Drew Kapner. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's 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 like known for doing a lot of pop vocal production. Like he's worked with like Miley Cyrus, um, Jason cool. Derulo, and a bunch of like the the pop sphere and hip hop. It's actually it's pronounced Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, but that's awesome. Like yeah. someone who already has like some chops about it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I was just playing bass and and then I just try to be the last person to leave like leave when the producer left and then yeah i was able to get his email and just started like emailing him and um and eventually he was able uh, he had me come by and hang out and i wanted to intern and then i started sure. learning more about the recording process and that was i did that for almost almost a year nice. cool. and that was really good and and the cool thing is is that's where i there was a couple artists that he kind of didn't have time for or they couldn't afford his budget kind of thing so he sent them to me oh nice and then um yeah, and I didn't have a studio, so I'd just go to their house and record them. And I, I had a, <laughs> I still have it. I have an iMac case because I had an iMac. Yeah. And I just put it in an iMac case. No, they actually make them. And I towed around this 27 inch iMac in a case uh, yeah. with, with a, one microphone and a, and a tiny Focusrite interface. That's and it. I'd record people and say, all right. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Excellent. That's all you need. Yeah. That is all so you need. So it got me the first taste. Of, I learned a lot from doing that. I learned about not just recording. How to deal with clients, the business oh, side, how to make the session yeah. run smooth. Of course, trial by fire, yeah. baby. Um, yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of those situations, trial by fire. Yeah, and it's it's been really positive though. Yeah, especially man. making yeah. house calls. You don't really know what you're walking into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You just walk into a concrete jail cell. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is going to be I'm interesting like with your drones. 22. Yeah. 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 You're like, there's cats everywhere. Where do I, <laughs> right. Where do I put my computer? Um, yeah, that, that was... Uh, and learning... And then that, by interning, it really inspired me to get into producing more and, sure. and playing a more collaborative role. Because oftentimes, before that, I started interning, I was kind of just the bassist. Even though I wrote my own songs, if I was in bands, I'd write with the band and just play shows. Uh, oh, that was funny. Um, my first time playing a Hollywood show was I was 16 and sophomore year in high school. I actually told uh, told the head priest, like, hey, I have a show at the Whiskey tonight. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, get yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like telling him, like the principal, yeah, yeah, Mario's good. He's, he's got a show tonight. He's, yeah. he's a big rock star. I was yeah, like, yeah. what? <laughs> so that that's the, good that breed. was kind of the yeah. so I had I had to really uh, as much as like I, I everyone would say like high school sucks I, there was a lot of things I didn't care for high school I'm not big into school or rah rah in that yeah. sense but I had really good <laughs> mentors and and people along the way that were very encouraging to do music that's good yeah uh, <laughs> including like I said the priest is saying yeah yeah go, go play the whiskey yeah. dude yeah, like, yeah. What, are you, what are you doing here. Yeah. <laughs> Go make music. Yeah. You're like, high school does suck, but I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's what you make it, right? Yeah, huh? I could have had a way worse time. I, I did as much fun shit as I could. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking loved high school. Yeah. <laughs> you barely graduated. Exactly. <laughs> I, I had a great <laughs> time. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, things that you recorded yourself up until you started recording other people. Mm-hmm. Right, like how many projects did you have like under your belt through GarageBand or or what have you with your own setup before you start? Yeah, what were you using? Taking on okay, yes. focus, so, just your little focus. Right? Uh, focus when I graduated as a high school graduation gift, I got my first iMac. Nice. That was huge. I, I had that for years. Nice. And um, uh, yeah, I had GarageBand on there, and I just would just write a bunch of songs, random songs, singing uh, on on acoustic guitar. And just kind of recording myself with a little M Audio interface. M Audio, yeah. yeah, we got one later on somewhere. What the fast track USB? Yes, yeah, yeah, fuck the latency was yeah, it's one of the best. It's one of the I think best. We all started. had one of those at one yeah. point. What, is it what? the one XLR one quarter inch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we bought like two or three of those just because they're so easy to demo. Yeah. Um, what uh, microphone are you using? Are you just fifty-eight, fifty-seven, or something? You know, I'm XL. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah. It was actually one of those USB mics. It was a Samson. USB Samson, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to Samson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good old Samson. So it was like a so, uh, and then I would just DI my bass, and and mm-hmm. then um, yeah, yeah, it was DI funny. That, yeah. And I, I would sometimes I would, I'd sing with my voice, or this is embarrassing, but it's funny. Love it. Uh, there's times where uh, I could I, I would hear in the song the song needed female vocals, oh. and apparently GarageBand has a female vocal voice changer, <laughs> so nice. I would sing the song <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> And then harmonize with me as a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Well, sometimes I duet myself. That's great. <laughs> I mean, did it get the sound across for you? Yeah. Then you that, did it, then man. That's it. It was man. pretty convincing, especially yeah. for a high school kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Our excellent. last guest literally was like, he did like a hymn and he did all the vocals himself, and there was a bunch that were women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. That's yeah. awesome. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. And that's what the song get, calls for. Yeah, get the layers in <laughs> you need, yeah, dude. Man. Are you going to find a chick to do this? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. You mean yeah. I have to talk to a girl? <laughs> <laughs> She's not in my jam club, dude. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So now I got to know, like, how many, uh, as you sit here, how many mm. productions do you have under your belt now? 
Um, just a roundabout estimation. Yeah. Doesn't be exact. With, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe on the low end, 50. Okay. With, like, with different projects and artists and yeah, songs yeah. and recordings. Some of my own, some... Uh, well, if it's if it's stuff I've just played on, like just in general, it's got to be over a hundred just of stuff that I've played on or uh, artists I've worked with, right, it's just right. bass or songwriting, recording. But like uh, your credit as a producer, you're talking credit about as a producer. 50, yeah. uh, well, that's probably that's why that's a lot. Strictly as a producer or co-producer, eh, I don't know. It's probably like more like in like the twenty-five. Got it. Got range. it. It's, okay. it's not. It's not. No, 50. I, I understand the tiers. Yeah. 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 Um, but but yeah, so it, and it just depends on what stage of process I'm brought into and totally. whatnot. Yeah. Okay, now dealing with different artists all the time. Do you? It's got to depend on the artist, I'm sure. But in general speaking, do you love, you know, pre-production or? Love it. I just did pre-production the past two days. I spent over twelve hours with with an artist. Is that more exciting than production end? Than micing things up and getting the good sound and the takes. No, no, no it's pretty balanced, pretty equal. Um, the, <laughs> I, I really stress pre-production to artists. Yes. So pre-production's huge. It's huge. It's yeah. just getting More the sound. Than yeah. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Write a good song. If you want to get it good going in, you better you have, have, to have something good to go in. Yeah, it better be good going in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one funny thing today. So I was. Uh, Looking at the calendar, and I was like, fuck, we got podcast today. And I was like, who's on it? And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot to put uh, studio in, and I just put Vinegar Hill, and then I was listening to, like, this Austrian death metal band okay. for, like, oh. an, for, like, an, for, like, an hour. That's and then awesome. I, I, I literally, like, looked down, and I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. I was like, what studio is he at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're just listening yeah. to yeah. completely yeah. random. So yeah. That's actually named after uh, my hometown, well, San Pedro, which is not too far oh, from here. Okay. okay. Pedro! So, so Shout you know that Pedro. venue, the Sardine? Mm-hmm. I just played we there. We haven't yeah. been there yet. Do you like it? it? Yeah. I haven't. Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's the old Ramona Bakery. So my grandmother and my mother both worked there when it was a bakery. It was, it was a really famous bakery in the yeah, area. That's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, and then I guess poor business management practices, something yeah, happened. Life. Ran, ran, <laughs> ran out of business. And <clears throat> what was it? Just before COVID, I think, it was bought out and turned into a music venue. So it's like Pedro's. Ma- now main music venue. Shit, we gotta go. Yeah, what else does Pedro have on music? Like, oh uh, well, they have the Warner Grand. Oh, uh, which is funny. There, there's my know. dad has this joke where like the Warner Grand's uh, cursed or haunted because there's so many major acts that have played there that then broke up afterwards, including Whoa. a band my dad was in there you go. as well. Like the Ramones, the, the last <laughs> show the Ramones played was there. From what oh, I was really? told, oh. Chris Cornell played a, a, there as well. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was his last show, but allegedly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, there's there's that old say. I've never played the Warner again. I've always wanted to. Okay, but yeah, it's a it's a big ass room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that, sardine uh, holds how many? Wow. Is it a three hundred? No, it's ha- it's small. One fifty. It, it has to be like one fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we haven't been yet, but yeah, everyone keeps it's, running through there. It's called yeah. the sardine because you're packed in, I guess. Nice. I would guess. I don't know. That and probably it's like a tribute because right. San Pedro is Pedro. a fi- uh, fishing town. Yeah. So oh, the, the cannery. Right oh, of course, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyways, it was cool. My parents went there for the first time because I played with Dancing Skeletons there uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, shout out Dancing Skeletons. Yeah, shout yeah. out to them. Listen to that episode. Yeah, go listen to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Frequency Within as well. That's right. They nice. played there. Dude, at, Dancing right. Skeletons were fun. That was a good episode. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I watched it. There you fun. go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you worked with Oddity as well, right? I worked with Oddity, yeah. I'll be Shout working with them again. Shout out yeah. to Oddity. Yeah. Goddamn, dude. Right. And then, let's see. What the fuck? Rachel AO. I haven't worked with her, but um, I actually introduced her to Jenna. There you go. For management. Yes. There you uh, go. I know. I mean, shout out this whole crew of folks. They're, yeah, yeah. Everybody thing, knows everybody. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's one thing I've, I've talked a lot to Jenna Jeremy. about. And I've stressed to a lot of artists. And one thing, one of the conversations we have is I, I really feel, especially after COVID, there's been kind of a lack of community in a lot of aspects in the music sphere, yeah. in, the, sure. in the local scenes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or if there is any, it's really kind of closed off and clickish. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I don't subscribe to that Fuck at that. all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the worst. Dude. Uh, yeah. So yeah. one of the it's things that COVID shook out a bunch of the people yeah. who were trying to do really good things, mm-hmm. and the the ones the ones who are just lodged in it will, will remain lodged in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. An interesting shakeup for sure. Yeah. So that's one of the things that that I'll. Um, I have conversations with Jenna about is, is I'm really big on kind of bringing that sort of community back. And, and mm-hmm. anytime uh, I'm working with an artist, I try to introduce them to Jenna either for management or if Jenna's working with someone, she introduces them to me. Um, j- and just so it's not closed off. Yep. And, and then in this way, and it better shows happen because of it. Oh, of because course. Because yeah. people know each other, the bands yeah. are similar. You don't have a promoter that's absent, randomly putting bills together, mm. and you guys oh, know they don't know that. Yeah, oh, promoters and taking Gross. a real, really big cut. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like selling five hundred tickets or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, what, what else is weird is like some of the groups that like don't want to, I guess, don't want to like network because they're afraid they're going to take their fans or something. And it's like, dude, there's yeah. so many people out there. They love music. Like, there's people that we know that aren't in bands that are just our friends that are like, I, I love to go to shows. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, someone yeah. would go to our show and your show oh, if we played back to back nights. Yeah. Different nights. Oh, and buddy. the, what else kind of sucks about the community right now is it, it seems like a lot of the good venues that we were able to play in are now taken by the, you know, the next level of artists. Because yes. so many bands were sitting doing nothing. Yeah. And now everyone wants to play and then everyone's taking the spots. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. we're like, all right, we're gonna play the Tiki Bar again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's true. Like, that's like, what, what, what's what's left for us? I, we're not playing it, or the Doll Hut. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, yeah, it's very but, true. Yeah, it's like the, uh, the opportunity isn't as grand or isn't as easy, I guess. Lot, lot, was it Live Nation and uh, Golden Voice buying Dude, up oh a lot God. of those? Yep, still menus. are. Yep, still yeah, still are. are. I'm just gonna yep. buy them all. Yeah, like at this point, I'm just gonna buy them all. Wait till the Doll Hut is a Live Nation venue, right? Oh no, yeah, right. <laughs> Where we have oh to sell God. tickets at the door. <laughs> Uh, pre-sell and all that. Jesus, yeah. Imagine that. I have. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's, it's coming. Yeah, it's totally coming. Even Chain Reaction went down. Chain Reaction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, is it done? Done? No, no. no it's it's live. Oh, it's live nation. nation. Yeah, they've been yeah. live nation for a while though, right? Like for like ten years. Or no. 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 Past two years, I think. What were three. they before though? They were owned by someone bigger. They were. They were allages.com, all baby. Ages.com. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when they remodeled that place, they got bought by someone. I thought. No. That was a revamping, because they finally got their they finally got a liquor license to bring in fucking you know more business. Yeah. Mm. Wow, Ziggy, dude. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So, wow, Ziggy. Was he outside? <laughs> he was. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Now you're a wet boy. Uh-huh. Now he's a wet boy. Stinky wet boy. So that's so that's essentially that's one of the things I I've always thought it it some I feel like some some of the greatest music to come out of at least even 
I guess in Western music and rock music and mainstream, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's been great examples. Like, for instance, uh, like Laurel Canyon, where you have in the 60s, you have all these little pockets, or like grunge with Seattle, you know, or, or mm-hmm. Motown, totally. Detroit. Yeah. There's all these great scenes come out of this big community collective of just artists coming together, sharing ideas. And I, I don't know where that next thing is, but it's like kind of like a, like a, like a dream to just has see another hub emerge yeah, and then yeah. be a part of that hub and, and help foster and grow it and yeah. kind of peel it together. OC really does try. The SoCal... Dude, we've been uh, trying better than We've been trying for <laughs> goddamn eight years, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it tries. It's just always... Progress is slow. It's yeah. always slow. Yeah. I mean, totally, right? We all want everything now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, been, it's been really promising and, and I know with a lot of artists I've worked with, they it's been really cool that they've been great uh, just sharing uh, thoughts and ideas and sharing shows and, and uh, just kind of introducing them. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, w- uh, the way I kind of imagine, like, uh, there's a producer, the producer Rick Rubin, is a huge inspiration. Yeah. Love me and Rick Rubin. I, yeah, who does it? Yeah. Yeah. He's like really, he's really close. He's really close with the Chili Peppers. And there's so many iconic albums where you look at the liner notes, it's like, wait, Flea played on that? Or John Fashante played on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad Smith yeah. played on that? Yeah. And, Dude, and Flea's I, played on so much, I didn't realize that either. His Mars cre- Volta, baby. His cre- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chili Peppers, yeah. yeah. The credits are insane yeah, on, yeah. His, on, on his Wikipedia. And I, I think that is such a cool thing, even though that's that's a whole other league of its own. How, why, how come we can't have something like that on a smaller scale yeah. where... Yeah. And that's one thing I, do, I try to do is if there's bands or artists I'm working with, they say, hey, if there's anyone that you hear on the playlist that I have of, of my portfolio that you like their guitar playing, you like their bass playing, their drumming or whatever, like, let me know and yeah, I'll reach out to up. them. Like, I want to keep that community going. And even if I'm done working on a project, I still try to keep in touch with the it's artists. It's huge, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so one of my favorite things that. a lot of good comedians do is they always bring up bring, yeah, mm-hmm. like bring smaller, smaller comedians because yeah. it's just like, hey, this person's fucking funny. Yeah. Like, the only reason why they're not successful is because no one knows. So yeah. I'm huge. I'm going to fucking bring them. They're going to open yeah. for me. Exactly. Like, here's five minutes. Like, yeah. All they're doing is basically the same thing you're doing is net opening the space to network without yeah. a buy on. <laughs> yeah. I've seen. Yeah. I think that may have been. I think maybe. I, I I don't know about with music how that's. Yeah, because right. exactly you're saying with comedians. Um, yeah. How they can bring people up. I, I don't know about w- Dude, what's no going way. on with music w- right when now. A, when a fucking Where's label that? owns you, yeah. you're not gonna be allowed to do that. Where's that? No, that's no, sort you're of, not. Uh, you're not fucking passing using the t- your opener. I haven't seen yeah. a lot of torch torch passing. Yeah. No, from, not at all. Artists. And I haven't seen a lot of openers anymore. Bands are touring with like one opener. Yeah, like yeah. it's they're playing yeah. a show one opener. Best example I can think of is that you were talking about Kingsley Leon brought their friends. Yeah, which yeah. is fucking unheard of. Yeah, yeah. Right. because to In- the Hollywood Bowl of it. Of Incubus, all times, right? <laughs> Incubus just did Hollywood Bowl with Action Bronson and Paris Jackson. Nice. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, but are yeah. those buy-ons or is no. that that's just uh, a label, label mates? That's that's a, yeah, yeah, that's label yeah, mates. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's that's that's the dichotomy, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's you're yeah. either going full on or, yeah, uh-huh. or just bring your friends. Yeah, label mates is not friends. Yeah, yeah label yeah. mates is yeah a buy on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I've heard of lots of different buy ons, and that's oh, I yeah. mean that's the way it's worked for fucking ever. So. Yeah, while yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, while at least since the two thousands. Yeah, our still our aim is pitch at. The booking agencies yeah. find out what the buy-ons are. Yeah, mm-hmm. see what's worth it and what's not. Yeah, yeah. we find a booking uh-huh. agent and we make 
$32 a show instead of 30 <laughs> I'm fine with it. As long as they're better shows, dude. <laughs> yeah, give me, the, give me people that buy fucking T-shirts. That's it. Yeah. yeah get me yeah. fresh eyes. Yeah. Give me people that... But, but I, I'm, I, th- I want to say I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. And, and I yeah. think... Oh, of course. Something's going to emerge. And it's I don't know if it's going to be... I'm, it's What's not going to be label-made. It's yeah. going to be grassroots organic somewhere. Yeah. What's the point of like not being optimistic? Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. doing this music because it. I'm trying, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to make it someday. No, but things like that are huge. Like mm-hmm. making sure that artists know that other artists are there for the creation of good shit. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that what everyone's just trying to do? Make something that sounds cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Inspiring and also, it's, it's nice mm-hmm. little like gratification when you have friends that are like, "Dude, you don't play shows with me, like with me. You guys fucking kill it." And you're yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. Dude. Like. That's what that's. I want to have a community where people just all kill it and all love each other's music and play, not just because like, ooh, this guy, uh, he's got a placement on uh, the '93 uh, baseball uh, Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's play with him. Yeah. Shout out Boomfest because yeah. there's always Fuck like yeah. six bands. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Boom yeah. Town Brewery. Yeah, did, so that's uh, a good thing. Did Did Skeletons do one of those, or they do a Thursday session? Either way, Rays on TV is like the greatest. People. Yeah, we just played with them. We yeah, yeah, we just saw them last week. Yeah, awesome. We love them. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, I love Travis Creeps too. <laughs> oh, okay. Unrelated. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they are. But I just. I want. Uh, oh yeah, just you love Travis Creeps. Well, yeah, me too. If I don't say it, we get sued. So oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anytime I mention a band, I have to mention him. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun to play Boomfest. Um, I'm not sure what the plans are. I, I know uh, Jenna and Jorge. They they're they're they know more about for the booking. Yeah, like how <laughs> what's but, your roster of live gigs these days? Right now it's been primarily them, the dancing skeletons. Okay. Uh, I've okay. just been playing bass for them, uh, and I've been loving it. It's been great working with those guys. Been doing a lot of recordings. Uh we just finished some new stuff already. Great. Yes. Yeah. Dude. And um but before that, actually it was before COVID. I'll uh, go go back to BC history. BC, yeah, BC, yeah, BC. The real BC. Um, mm-hmm. Before COVID, I was playing with as many acts as I could, just trying just to play lots of shows around LA and just meet the, a lot of people. Yeah, hired gun stuff. Hired gun stuff. Yeah. Playing um, whether it's whiskey or viper room. I, Is there like a so genre much. you like to stick to, or are you just doing everything? Like when you're, because um, I mean, it, I lean rock. Yeah. Uh, okay. However, I mean, I the last. After COVID, I toured with a country rock band for sure. for a while. Sweet, and and I've done like R and B, done even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love R and B. I love R and B. Yeah, if it's rock, <laughs> if it's country, yeah. if, if it's R and B stuff, if it's metal, uh, I play with metal bands too. Sweet. Grunge. Uh, I'm just I, I'm a huge fan of almost anything <laughs> contemporary. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm a gen- genuine fan of, of those genres. And, sure, and yeah. Th- there's at least... I mean, a gig's a gig is a gig, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's awesome, mm-hmm. too. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with sticking with one genre, either. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So, it sounds like you uh, you dip toe everywhere. But your yes. yeah, your taste is so <laughs> varied that you're like, yeah, I like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I have something I, I, I try to, to find in every genre that, that I like. <laughs> and, and, and another thing, too, is it, it's really nice to... I'm huge on like genre like blendings, even in producing. Yeah, so totally. learning something from my R&B gig and then move, or, or my church gig or something and then transferring or adding it to something in a rock setting and vice versa or a country setting and and even metal. There's just some sometimes there's certain 
baselines or, or Dude, licks or something. It's all like just uh, it's all music. It's baby. knowledge too. Like I mm-hmm. like I, t- I told you guys I was just like on a. Rage Against the Machine bass tab thing yesterday That's where so I just cool. watched a dude play, a bunch of different dudes, just play songs that I wanted to know just because I'm like, hey, I remember, like, the bass line to this, but, like, what is he actually doing? I'm like, oh, yeah. sweet. Like, there's little extra things here. I'm like, I can put that in the bank. Like, yeah, yeah. I got to play this video little again. Tricks. Yeah, yeah. And then just learn some more tricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, mm-hmm. doing all the different genres for you, especially the fact that you're, like, producing and recording people only makes your availability to yeah, all the bands. Just a broader yeah. palette. Instead of like, oh, I only do pop rock bands. I only do rap. I only do whatever. You're just like, yeah. oh, take yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, and you kind of uh, kind of have to with with how <laughs> the margins are with producing. <laughs> yeah, you but, can't say no to a client. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't say no. <laughs> there are no no. I, I do yeah. have some, some minor... Qualifications like rules for. But what are your deal breakers? Yeah, what's the deal breakers? Well, the biggest thing is the phone call or in person meeting or a Zoom call. Okay. When it's someone new. Yeah. I definitely, and then and then um, that that will say a lot. Sure. Yeah. And uh, and it's rare. It's really rare. But my my big thing is I really want to keep up the communication and then, uh, it's a creative endeavor. So I want to make sure that I'm also serving what the artist is looking for as well. Um, and, and then, you know, what I can do versus what they want versus their budget versus their genre. Uh, and when I say their genre, it might be something hyper specific Mm -hmm. where I have maybe a general knowledge of, but it might be something really detailed. Swedish death metal. You're probably, it's like something at, or oftentimes it's, it, it could be where their, their scope is too narrow. Mm. They sound exactly like their favorite artist and yeah. there's mm-hmm. no changing their mind. Right. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah. feel like that's where I find difficulty where if I come in, I don't want to be clashing with you. Yeah. You know, during the whole process because every demo you've showed me, every influence you showed me is the same yeah. thing. And we if they have Dua Lipa. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So that that's usually one of the, the qualifications. Yeah. It's uh, also like just like you put, it's like using your producer to like getting a producer that's gonna work with you and being open to working with a producer. Like mm-hmm. if you get a producer and your song is done and mm-hmm. there's no changing it, why mm-hmm. do you have a producer? Yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna pay yeah, you, you just need an engineer. I'm gonna pay yeah. you to be a yes man. Yeah, yeah. And like, and I've had this? that conversation with artists where I'm I'm ha- I I mentioned uh, in my calls with artists all the time. I'm happy to be a part of any part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you just need an engineer, there are some artists. It's rare, but I've had artists that they're respectful about it. But they're yeah. like, "Hey, this is my vision. I yeah. really just need an engineer. Yeah, and just you tell me tell me if yeah. I'm off time or not. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. all the all the input I want. I don't know how to record myself. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just give me a good tone or mic yeah, it up yeah. a certain way. Yeah, that makes me sound good, and I'm happy. Yeah, and I'm like. Hey, I'm glad cool. we had this conversation up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm cool with that. Yeah, and yeah. That's why you know I'm going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's your job. Yeah. So, so to answer your question, it's, yeah. it's just a phone call. It's just having that that you said vibe check and just seeing mm-hmm. what they need and and how I can be of help, and 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 then stressing to the artist that, you know, the producer role. It's a collaborative endeavor. It's yeah. a yeah. It's definitely we're gonna. Have, yeah. That being said, I would I would have to yeah. imagine you like being more involved creatively a little bit. Love too. it. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. I've so. actually, I, my, the yeah. last internship I did, uh, I was going to be, I was offered a job to be hired on as like the engineer's assistant. Mm-hmm. But I saw what, and eventually they were, they were, 
looking to replace the engineer and then have me take that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I turned it down. I'm really happy I, I did. But it was one of those situations where I felt like I was kind of in a mill where I just did one thing. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't, That's... it wasn't a, cre- it wasn't even, cre- I, I'm not putting it down. I mean, sure. But yeah. for me personally, it didn't feel like even a creative engineering where yeah. like we were coming up with cool sounds. It was just, yeah, yeah. it was like Pressed very buttons. much just yeah. press the button, <clears throat> yeah. you know, uh, getting orders barked at you. Yeah. And, and then, and then on to the next exact same. Thing. Totally. Right. And I was like, well, this this feels like an assembly line. Yeah. I, I feel more creative and I yeah. feel more drawn to doing Where's the soul, baby? Where's yeah. the soul? Yeah. yeah, and and you know what? And I've met some, you know, like the engineer that I was learning under, he was a great mentor. He taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um he is the the has a type of mindset that he's cool just being that role. And yeah. he's happy and fulfilled. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he loves his job. It's two different things. It's yeah. two different yeah. things. He has yeah. a different part of the brain he's yeah. using and that's cool. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's just that is just knowing Jeff and, and Emmerich is not George Martin. They are two different people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm sure too as as you just keep growing your roster too, there'll be there'll probably be a point where you, maybe you're not exactly like that, but there'll probably be a point where you're like okay with not having you know, forty-two dishes on your pl- on your table. You know, you're like, all right, I'm, I only can handle twelve artists at a time. I will engineer for these other people, though. Like, I can come in and punch in and yeah. and get get this done for you. But uh, I have to, I can't think about writing for you <laughs> and fixing your music. So maybe that's where he's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. There's there's something zen to just like, hey, do the job. Yeah. Don't have to worry about it. If you love your yeah. studio, you probably yeah. don't mind being there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll push yeah. <laughs> And I've I've been, I've been fortunate that I, I, I genuinely love every stage of the process. So when I was doing, even in high school, when I was doing live sound, loved it. Mm -hmm. I don't really do live sound today. I'm just stick in the studio or if I'm, if it's live, I'm performing. But even still the joy of like miking up the cabinet and getting like the right. And, and the, the pride in, in hearing like if we had a speaker, like there's been times where we've had, uh, speakers that had like a backing band. Uh, where it was like they Jesus, have, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jesus. yeah it's pretty, like, Christian Come music, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like <laughs> hearing it back and then hearing it balanced, even as a sixteen-year-old, yeah. that that joy. Yeah, Dude, I, I mean, sixteen. Yeah. That's gonna be rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and I'm like pushing the fader, and the, all the students, you know, in the auditorium, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, and and uh, yeah, yeah. Right, sounds fun. Yeah. So so being part of every part of the process and, and being able to have experiences where I dip my toe in songwriting or it's. Engineering, producing, performing. Okay, so writing. your your least favorite part is editing and mixing, right? I love mixing. Okay, I'm no joke. Okay, okay. All right. I, Ed- I love mean, editing mixing. sucks because if you editing. don't comic. Edit, editing, yeah, comic. editing, if you, if you don't like <laughs> like yeah. super structured repetitive shit, you're probably gonna hate lining up kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or taking out dead noise. Yeah. Or replacing it with the other comp. But, yeah. You know, you know what? What it was a blessing. It's not a curse, but it, that for for that old saying, a blessing and a curse. Because I uh, interned with a vocal, the first internship, I did two internships. The first one was with a vocal producer. Yeah. And, and he would work with people like Molly Cyrus and whatnot, yeah. so like these huge I artists. I bet your comping's really fucking good. He, well, <laughs> 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 it's all a learning process, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, you, you, keep it, you keep it going. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, though. Yeah. Uh, but watching him, he, seeing him spend like literally an entire studio day just on editing the vocals. Yeah, the yeah, vocals yeah. isn't even there. Yeah, melodining yeah. it perfectly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. all the pops and everything. Yeah, yeah. But seeing how meticulous he was and why they would call him in to yeah. the sessions. But 
Yeah. Why they would send him raw shit and say, do what you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. and one of the things I really learned from that was when he would get less than ideal sessions, even if it was an expensive sure. session, yeah, yeah. and having to make it better than how it was given to him. Yeah. That Improve taught me. This. Yeah. Yes. Dude, that taught me a lot. We had a guy. We had a, allegedly. Allegedly. A guy, a guy in that might record bands that would that, that would redo people's tracks if they were so bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, if, yeah, the, yeah. if the guitarist <laughs> was just awful, he would just redo it and put put it out for him. Yeah, oh, I, I've heard stories like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, less ideal tracks. Yes than ideal tracks. Yeah. Get ideal tracks. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we're less than ideal tracks. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just redoing it with other knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I would. I was looking up uh, reamping techniques when doing this last record we did, and YouTube took me to um, a producer chat mm. where he's like, "Yeah, so reamping. Here's the track, and then he just plugs in a guitar and redoes it completely." <laughs> I was like, "That's that is not no. the information yeah. I'm looking yeah. for yeah. at all." But thanks, bro. Yeah. yeah. So my tone instead, yeah. Or uh, another thing, too, is uh, back to the phone call. Having an honest conversation. Um, I have this great story. I think the oddity will be cool with me sharing it. Uh, they're they're <laughs> oh great. It's a, it's, 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 no, it's nothing. No, they're, they're awesome people. And I'm, I'll, we're, we've, been ta- we've been in the talks right, talking right now about doing some stuff in, the, uh, in January. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're the latest single, On Fire. Um, they were, uh, I'm good for right now. Thank you. Uh, they were, we had a, we had a couple zoom calls and they were, they were like, Hey, you know, um, what's your, on, we want you to mix our song on fire. What's your honest opinion of the, the state of the, the demo we sent you, you know, in terms of, uh, the track. And then they explained to me how the drum stem was just a wave file, a stereo wave. Mm. There's no separation. Mm-hmm. And, well, and, and instead of, you know, sharing with them my my thoughts, I kind of tried to turn it around. I said, "Well, you know, what what are your thoughts, and <laughs> and what how do you feel?" Right. And and I use the word excited a lot, and when I'm talking to artists all the time, I try to stay away from the words good and bad because I feel like those are more subjective. Yes. But the emotion of excitement is almost involuntary. When That's, you're excited about something, uh-huh. it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. Yeah. You think it's cool. And if yeah. you think it's cool, that's all that matters. Yeah. So I'll use words like, well, does this feel, does this get you excited about this part or this song or whatnot? Yeah. Um, but we had a long conversation. And, you know, by just by asking them questions without even revealing what I thought, because my first thought was, I'm, I'm not going to be able to work with it. And I did share with them at first, uh, you know, I said, well, it's going to be difficult. To yeah, it's gonna be tough, a little tough. To mix drums, I said, you know, and it, a stereo file, a yeah. stereo mix Dude, to, to try you, and get left and right of drums. Yeah, yeah. how yeah. do you cut out a fucking yeah. overhead like bleed? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, the story was was just like they. I don't know if they were, they were. Uh, it wasn't like they were. I don't know if they were pressed for time or, or the the oh the stuff they had. They they recorded all themselves. The session they did. Something happened where that's all the file they had. Oh have. my god, that's uh, but a nightmare. We Bristol happened to Bristol happened yeah. to us. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't it wasn't on purpose. They like something told happened. Told us on that episode actually. Oh, okay. oh they yeah, yeah. did. Yeah, they totally I remember, did. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's the, so the, the uh, lost song. Am I, am oh I, yeah. In the, in the clear. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think yeah, so. Yeah. It's not your fault. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so by just by having that conversation with them, they 
it was more revealed to them that, you know, well, they weren't really excited about the drums handing right. them to me. And I, ex- I explained to them, I was like, I want everything you guys send me, you guys are pumped about. Yeah. And it's not about whether the drums sound good or bad, because even if it's a stereo file, if you think that is the coolest thing, and that's that's on purpose, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. then let's roll, roll with it. Like, let's, yeah. let's run with it. Let's try make to it, elevate it, cool. it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the and mojo. If that's, that's your sound, that's your style, yeah. like, I'm not going to say it's bad. Like, yeah. I want to I help make it even better than it is. Yeah. yeah. And Can we help. distort it a little bit? Do you yeah. want to hear let's it like have, that? Let's get yeah. creative. Yeah. yeah um, dude, I mean, we were talking about rage. Like, Zach's, some of Zach's vocals are like through a bullhorn. Some of them are like him whispering. <laughs> some yeah, are, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be the, right. the clearest. If that's your artistic Dion. intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go with it. Like, yeah. you know, you, but you have to be feel excited. And when I was talking to yeah. the band in the Zoom call, they had kind of shared with me that, well, you know, this wasn't like intentional. It was kind of right. an accident. We kind of are stuck with this. Yeah. I don't, uh, and, and eventually they decided to re-record the drums. And then, you know, I, I explained to them on the phone. I was like, well, what mics do you have? What, you know, how are you recording your drums? And I was trying to share with them a couple things like, try this. This will make my job easier. Do this and that. And they ended up doing that and, um, and then resending me the drums. And now, you know, I added, you know, I mixed it, added a little samples here and there to get some more definition of kick and snare. Yeah. Yes. But, <laughs> but I do that every time. Everyone everyone does, I, yeah, I, yeah, I totally, does, yeah. I tell we, artists. I think we, yeah, trig- we triggered our whole thing. I think thing. the entire album is triggered on our, yeah, But it's yeah. our samples. Yeah, yeah. We did make our own samples. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I let them know. And yeah. I tell everyone that it's if not it's, even the drums deal. I record yeah. at my studio, yeah. uh, I will sneak a sample underneath. Yeah. Not not as a replacement, but more as a, yeah. consistency and an enhancement tool. Yeah, dude, yeah. beefing. You got you got to beef up the chorus sometimes. It's, man. It's, yeah, it's standard <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's the yeah. same thing with pitch correction. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right. I'll tell the artist. Yeah. I'll be like, "Hey, by the way, uh, you're really fucking flat the entire time." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> song, song is sung in an entirely different key. Yeah. I'm, gonna ha- I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Actually, I was given. Uh, um, I, I was actually given a mix. What was it earlier in the year? Where the artist didn't realize that the the bass was off key by a half step mm. in in a section. It wasn't the whole time. Okay, but uh, it, I think it was in the um, I think it was in the verses or or the, maybe it was in the choruses. They just went to a, they just played the part just up or down or wrong. Yes. So I, I actually uploaded the entire bass in a Melodyne and then Melodyned Fuck it, yeah. pitch corrected it. I mean, tones. Yeah. Tone, yeah. Luck, it's, luckily, it's not like. And, and, and there was a couple yeah. times. Did you get honestly, the eye signal. Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a yeah. Yeah. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, dude, you uh, see, it's not MIDI. Yeah, but, yeah. but like, I'll tell the artist, I'll be like, hey, I, I think there's like a note off here. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna change it, or yeah, or yeah. you know, yeah. Most um, people don't care. No, but back it's, to back to the oddity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just by having that conversation, uh, the fact that they weren't excited about what they were sending me. Right. There's nothing I can do to give you that excitement. And I've in past experiences when I've taken on jobs like that uh the artists it's going to be a back and forth in the mix stage where we're going to have several mixed revisions and at the end of the day it's still not they're still, they're still not happy, happy yeah. Yeah. and either they're going to want a refund or they're just not going to come back to me again for business right. or and i don't want them telling their friends oh mario screwed up my track exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. all yeah. because they weren't happy in the first place right yeah um, where's your fulfillment in that when you're just battling yeah yeah producer chair is tough man 
It's yeah. so, I don't, I don't uh, want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, bands, bands versus a producer is quite... More and more, yeah. um, I'm learning, it, it's so much of it is psychology. Dude, yeah, you're a therapist. It's it's, yeah. it's just listening to them and... Reflect. And Reflect. Reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. Reading the room. Yeah. I think it's I think it's maturity, too, right? Like, the, the earlier you are as a musician and as a band, the harder it's going to be on a producer to make anything work for them. As That's you, true. As you work with producers more and you mature more, you're going to be more open to ideas and removing yeah. symbols. Yeah. Out of yeah, taking some of that. But why did they ask you about the drums? Because they didn't feel good about it to begin with. They wanted my thoughts. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I shared with my honest thoughts. I was like, well, I mean, if this is your artistic yeah. vision, I will work yeah. with this because I I want to make sure you're excited about it. But yeah. long story short, they weren't. They re-recorded the drums, sent them go. to me. Super happy. Easy fix. The the guitar their their guitar amp broke in during the recording process. So they just use like a logic guitar amp. Okay. Yeah. And which is cool. Yeah. However, the logic amp sim I felt like was a little lacking in some some areas. 100%. So I was like, "Hey, can you guys send me the DI track? I'll reamp it as well." Mm-hmm. So we have a blending of reamp at my studio. That's all and I need. Yeah, but it's all about that phone call. If I would have just said, "Yeah, send me the multi tracks. Here's my rate." Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you would have had a song that also less potential. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the other thing the too. You would and you don't even assume to ask about the drums. You know, like yeah. then you're just working with this, these shitty stereo yeah, tracks. It's great theories know? and great uh, things that you live by. Yeah, there, there's a uh, there's this there's this famous mixer. His name is Jason Joshua. Uh, there's something he said that really stuck with me. I, I don't know. It was some years ago when I saw this interview, but he was saying about you know uh, one of the things he does to students he mentors is he teaches them not to get a client. But to keep a client for life. Yeah. What ask your he 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 mentioned to his students like, ask yourself how or what can I do to make sure that this that I'm the last person this artist will ever go to for anything. Yeah. Yeah. And with that mentality, you know, you, I want to take the extra time and a phone call yeah. And, yeah. and and you treat the song differently and you're like, okay, this is going to be something permanent. I I want to make sure that the artist loves it. Yeah. Not likes it, not yeah. eh, it's cool. Yeah. Like and and every part of the process is exciting. I want the artist excited about the song when it's written. Yeah. Excited about the pre production. So when we have a demo, it they're like, dude, this demo is like Dude, that's awesome. a huge philosophy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. So it's massive. Yeah. So that's that's part of my process and why I love producing yeah. is 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 seeing something example like even just with the oddity i didn't produce the song but just i just mixed and mastered it but just having that conversation yeah. seeing it blossom and then now talking to them after it was done and released they're just like man we're so excited like how yeah. everything sounds and we're happy we're loving it and we want to come back to you and that Dude, for me that's like the best Dude, it shows the, lo- the, the 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 like loyalty that you gain from people that the fact that the oddity recorded them themselves and then came to you to be like, hey, we're like, what, what do we do? Yeah. What about these drums? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to redo the comeback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're the same way. Like, people that we work with and places that we go and whatnot, do we, if we have a great time there and they're good, solid people, we're, we'll do lo- it again. we're loyal yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Like, I, the place that we have shitty times and people that suck, we don't go or talk about them. Yeah. Like, it's just, just water on the bridge doesn't work. But it's yeah. just like, yeah. I, I think your philosophy and mentality is, is probably super rare in the production world. Yeah, 100%. You know? Because there are, there are so many... Uh, Give me your money. There's yeah. there's so many, this is my day job, or I'm just trying to build up some quick cash, or the dark sunglasses, do it one more time, or the, <laughs> hey, here's everything I ever know about music. Okay, now let's get to recording real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's yeah. there's six hours so in. Many, there's yeah, yeah. so many different people who sit at that Craig, seat. I talked and about went, not talking about these people. <laughs> <laughs> That's we've worked with all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. In the production world, there are just those oh, yeah. types that get. And that's only a few. Yeah. And that's just no. Yeah. But that's, it's, yeah. There's there's types of producers, right? Right. Yeah. And I hear that all the time. I'm having PTSD. Just, right now. No, no, seriously. <laughs> like two two days. Uh, the, it's. I'm not talking about just, anyone specific. Just a couple I'm days ago, yeah. an artist I yeah. was working with told told me um, we were doing pre production. I'm doing this album with this artist, um, and they were saying to me that the last producer they went to uh, wouldn't allow the artist to play any of the instruments because it would take too long. Then what's the fucking point? And I'm like, what? it's yeah. your song. Yeah, yeah. Why are you even I, I, wait, there? Why are you recording? And, and the artist yeah, yeah. was like, wow, like you're, you're letting me play guitar. I'm like, well, it's your song. You wrote it on guitar, right? You've yeah. been practicing. Like, yeah. Even though it's pre-production, it's scratch because we're just we were just demoing it out. I get yeah. everything to a click. Yeah. And, why yeah, would whatnot. you play it? And and, I, <laughs> and 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 the look on their face when I was like, what do you mean? Like, of course. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked at them and I said, you know, I want you all over these songs. This is yeah. you. And I said. I was telling them about there's some examples where I'm a bassist. I went to school for bass. Uh, how and however, sometimes some artists they have a vision and they want to play bass. Yeah. And they bring their bass, and I'm like, I'll mic you up or I'll yeah. di you. And I no hard feelings. Like I just let. Yeah, it's your song. Helps. Yeah. yeah, it's your song. Like I just, I'm happy <laughs> yeah. that you're hiring me to yeah. be a part of this. And yeah. That's so what, weird. What yeah. do you need? So I can I'm do bass. Like, I can do. Yeah. I can do whatever you want. Yeah. And if you want to do it, I'm still totally going cool. back to that dude who won't let you play instruments. Like, dude, what, it, so what do they actually want you to like, do? Also, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you let? That's like, a, that's a this bring is your my, shit. No, sound that's like you. A, that's a this is my day job. I know exactly how to do exactly mm, what I yeah. do in the time allotted. You're gonna come in and give me your bullshit, and I'm gonna turn it spat bomb yeah. boom. You. Have I could it. only mm. think that that works in the sense of you have some. Pop artist yeah, that just that has a melody a, yeah. that can't play guitar, can't. But how? That, like, that's the, but the, that's, this artist is a songwriter and sent go. me the demos that they did on their iPhone right. were our finished songs, and then yeah. they they even took the time to print out lyric sheets and like yeah, yeah, chord yeah. charts. It says, "Hey Mario, check yeah. this out. This is my song." And the only thing they didn't have was a working demo, and that was a point of pre-production was yeah. to get yeah. working demo to a click. Uh, well, the way I do pre-production, I'll share really quickly. Yeah, please. There's three goals of my pre-production, and Number one is to get the song structure down, experiment, uh, see where we can take the song, mm-hmm. and and take risks where it's calculated. And if, say, we shortened a section and you get the demo home and you're like, you know what, I really like that section, I'm back. Mm-hmm. It's better than having all these session musicians come in, pay all this money, do all this extra studio time, mixing, mastering, all that, for you to say, you know, I really didn't like what we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can live with it. And uh, so the first thing is having a working demo to a click, start to finish with the arrangement, and then getting some sort of scratch guitar or scratch piano, something that has chords so you can hear the, the music played back to you, and then something that keeps time. I use Easy Drummer often. Yeah. And I was explaining to this artist uh, that even though I use Easy Drummer, this artist was like, hey, I might want 808 or some other uh, electronic sure. yeah, yeah, synth. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... Totally yeah, that's, cool. That's MIDI, I baby. Said, these are, <laughs> yeah. I was like, these are MIDI drums. Yeah. This is the same way we use scratch guitar just to put the chords in audio to nice. hear it back. Yeah. The, the, the drum, easy drummer is keeping time and yeah. using a beat to express the feel of how you feel the song. But yeah, we could replace the drums. and So, the, so, uh, the, so that's what I do, all three? I think I missed one. <laughs> no, I <laughs> you don't. Said three. Three. Yeah. Yeah, you said three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three. I love easy the drummer, beat, but yeah. there will never be a patch that does... 
Oliver Dobrin, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So. Had to get it in once. Had to get it in once. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we're gonna get it anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but Easy Drummer doesn't have feels that real drummers have. It's yeah. just, it's oh, just, no. yeah, I mean, it never it's will. It's great yeah, for yeah. demoing. Mini yeah, drums yeah. never do. I, ha- I, yeah, I, yeah. I bought the uh, the songwriter sample pack, and it has like 500 different loops from yeah. rock, pop, country, yeah, yeah, metal, yeah. Yeah. any contemporary, even jazz, Latin. Yeah. Like, yeah. So when, when, when and, and I'll be sitting, there's times where, I, where I'm working with a band, and the drummer's in the room, and I explained to the drummer, I said, this is just so we can come up with a part that is serves the song the same way we come up with guitar licks and melodies. The drums need to have hooks too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And uh, you know, in about fifteen minutes, we can cycle through it at least a hundred different drum loops yeah. to get the feel. And then you're going to go in there and kill it. Yeah. So kick it's pattern nothing alone, on you. That's yeah. Like, yeah. That's like finding we, the yeah. kick to, yeah. to meet the melody to, yeah. to 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 really elevate the song. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do mm-hmm. a skeleton. You need to put the meat in the the, yeah. the meat on it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I mean we already had worked through things and done somewhat room demos of all the songs that eventually made this last LP we just released. But there was still in the process a version that had the progression with fake drums. Yeah, on. with the mm-hmm. with the just that way all three of us could it. hear it kind of fleshed out as a song. Like exactly, yeah. you know, yeah. real shitty. Like yeah, yeah. the guitar's bad, the bass is bad, whatever. But just like yeah. that's what pre-production is. Here's yeah. the length of it. Here's what we're working with, and then I can just yeah, see it like drive and sing to it. So yeah. that when I come to the three of us in a room, yes. I can sing what I was singing in the car, and then we can get a new version of it with mm-hmm. a better. Yeah, everything yeah. else. And you guys know this, but just for the podcast, the beauty of pre-production is that there's a different vibe that enters the studio on the actual day of tracking oh, yeah. that oh, I can yeah. just see, and it's a vibe of confidence yeah. and like yeah. security. Yeah, and yeah, the artists, yeah. or or if it's session musicians that have got the that uh, received the demos ahead of time to learn. Yeah, they come in, t- the first take. You know, after we get levels, they just kill it in a way where. It's it's under their fingers or in their hands. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not thinking about it. They're now playing it, playing yeah. it yeah. in the context of how it relates to the song, and it's a whole different performance. Yeah, totally. I think like the whole mm-hmm. uh, we did no more than like five takes a song, right? Like yeah, I think like a max. lot of them were three. Yeah, it's like we would do a run. three to five. Is yeah, we would yeah. do yeah. a run. Yeah, I, I, I guess like that. four. So could we do a run through? For yeah. practice, and then we just do three. It's just because there might be tastier fills in that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's you also, know? yeah, sometimes, like, sometimes it just starts weird or the, the verse feels yeah, weird. Yeah. I mean, it's never just... the, uh, yeah, for me, it's almost never the first one unless it's fucking magical for some reason. You know? Yeah, I but never take like, the first yeah. one. Yeah. I always, I always it's go, almost I always go to three now. and work backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do about three. Yeah. And, and with the producing and psychology, sometimes it's also, uh, I try to, to get a vibe on the type of musician that's walking in the room. Like, there are some musicians right. where they actually benefit from 10 takes, sure. uh, g- given, like, we have the time allotted yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. Right. And there's other musicians where it's like, oh, wait, take two is, like, perfect. And every take after that is to still trying to yeah, match. Yeah, you're wearing them down. Yeah. Yeah. So just learning that and trying to... And yeah, for me, that, and that, that. for me, that's all... That's fun for me. It's... it's But one of my life goals is to whatever I do, I just want to have fun doing it. As long as yeah. I can, it's and great. Feel fulfilled. It's great that you're obsessed with the process. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So I many, love it. so many artists, musicians, whatever, players, you name it, they just—it's a grueling undertaking, right? All the different stages mm-hmm. and what it takes to get from idea to fucking master mm-hmm. is just oh yeah, quite 
quite a process, yeah. right? That uh, this next one, I'm trying to minimize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next LP, I want to like you know plug yeah. in, get it good, and and well, this yeah. this last one was literally our first time ever using this space. So now that we actually right. know how to do yeah. it a little bit. It'll, we it'll also, be faster in nature. We, we got cellular on this thing. Yeah, yeah sure. we also yeah. went in on this last album with the idea of we don't do production. Let's go production heavy. Yeah. So we went like, we fucking, did, you're doing alternate percussion for days. We're yeah, putting yeah. fucking synths, synths on everything. Yeah. Yeah, like, That's awesome. Yeah, all, yeah. all the extra shit. And this, it was a yeah. shitload of fun. Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. Shit, sounds great. And then we get to flex all the muscles. This that the next space one, can we're do, like, yeah. let's fucking let's try let's to let's try to do it live. Yeah, yeah. That's like awesome. that's what we're gonna go for. Yeah. That's it's It'd gonna be a nice different experience. We also yeah. have a reamp box. That's I have the same thing. one. I use that with yeah. oddity stuff. Sweet. We it. They're a little. I have a Super O combo amp that's an eight inch speaker, uh, and it has one knob. That's it. Ah, oh, oh. beautiful. Oh. Sweet. So my first internship. Like the champ. <laughs> yeah, my first internship I did. Uh, the producer yes. had this. It was friends with the Stone Temple Pilots, or that was Robert yes. DeLeo, the bass player. Okay. Yes. And as a gift, he was given this little eight inch Vox student amp, and, yes. and it has doesn't even have an on switch. It has a soft turn knob that clicks. Oh, Whoa. Yes. Super old school. Yeah. It's a little eight inch speaker. Yeah. It has a giant bar in front of the speaker, of course. Yeah. So like, and. Uh, that was the exact. That was the same amp that was used on Interstate Love Song. God wow. damn it! And it sounded God amazing. Damn. And and ever since then, I've been like on the search for for a tiny little amp that you can crank to eleven with one knob. Yeah. And Supro makes one. Um, when I was touring, so I guess yeah. Were See now, no, now we're like we're at oh. the we're at a now we're getting into gear talk and oh, oh, okay, oh yeah. 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 okay yeah uh, yeah uh, Berg Bergman uh, four hours uh, later. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Nate Berg. Right, yeah, yeah, Nate. He should probably. Meet Nate. Nate does that. Nathan one. Bowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah he crazy, does. He does an amp that I think is just one fucking knob, and it sounds pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. His like his. Do you have a Champion right? 500? Grab a Champ 500. I don't have a Champ. They're no. cheap. That's cool. Yeah, they're cheap. They're eight inch Webers okay. and one knob. Do you have a Blues Junior? No, I just have w- one tiny little combo. Uh, I, I was, I have, just, I was yeah. using that question just to dig it, Craig. But it's <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> He's got one now. Yeah, <laughs> I would have to. Right. Uh, all, all I have is no. It's just, it, you know what. Um, a lot of the stuff in my studio because it's a smaller studio. I just try to find things that are the most Functional. versatile. Yeah, and yeah. because I already have a little eight-inch combo, uh, even though I was looking at the Blues Juniors too. This Supro, that's what I have. A little Supro eight-inch. Um, it's the sixty-four reissue. It's the same one. Mm-hmm. That um, Craig's got one. It's awesome. I mean, you, uh, you have the Supro sixty four. I, I don't think it's sixty four. Yeah. No, I have a blues Supro. I have a blues, blues King twelve. Oh, twelve. Nice. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Nice. Either way, the Supro sound great. I'm a twelve inch. Like I've. Yeah, you are. My that's sound that's is a twelve yeah, inch are. speaker. That's amazing. <laughs> that's I tried a twelve inch. Yeah. He's a twelve it's inch. Always, <laughs> it's always a twelve. Yeah. The yeah. latest Dancing Skeletons single. Um, we used a one inch a, uh, car speaker. Right. I know. We used the bullhorn. Plug <laughs> <laughs> um, a guitar to <laughs> Delta yeah. King 8? Yeah. We, uh, Jorge has an AC-15. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. What do you have? No, no, I have the 19... <laughs> it's called the 60... It's like a bunch of numbers. It's the 64-something. It's the same amp that the guitar player of Aerosmith... Um, Joe, uh, Joe Joe Perry, Perry yeah. uses live. Oh, and, nice. and and there's another. There's a lot of like uh, I want to say Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. 
he he doesn't use that exact amp, but he uses a small combo. There's a lot of yeah, they famous guitar do. players. Yeah. They have these wall of dummy oh, amps. Oh, yeah, 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 dummy amps yeah. all day. Yeah, we just told that story. Yeah, we were lucky day, enough yeah. to know uh, C.C. DeVille from Poison, and his whole wall is just a Blues Junior on the side. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what he's mic'd So through. many of those guys yeah. have the little tiny amps. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you crank it, you get this amazing yes. tone, yes. and it's mic'd anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be loud as fuck through this. Yeah, there's yeah. no speakers in any of those yeah. cabinets. It poison yeah. the it's just oh, empty. That's hilarious. Just boxes. They're yeah. literally boxes. Yeah. 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 It's just not, sometimes they're not even boxes. It's just the fronts. Nice. It's just like six inches of the front of a cabinet. <laughs> it's a frame. Wow. It's That's just hilarious. A frame. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool. frame. Wow. Uh, yes. <laughs> that that Vox amp's great though too. The AC15. AC15. So sure. we combine that with my little Supro. And, uh, and, Dude, that's and, all you need. Blend, yeah. Blend it, baby. <laughs> so there's a last year I was at uh, I was recording ba- I was playing bass at uh, Cherokee Studios. Uh, that's it's in so it's right next to Paramount. Okay. And uh, the uh, the the band I was playing in uh, the band I was actually touring in. So I was playing in lots of different bands. I know we're kind of jumping around. Now we're consistently off. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work in the beginning. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, so before 2020, I was tour- uh, not touring, but I, I was playing around LA a lot with a lot of different bands and whatnot. And then one band um, was a country rock band called uh, American Mile. They're still touring and playing. Lee Piatelli. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee. Yeah, Lee. he's a good friend. Shout out Lee. Yeah, yeah Lee Piatelli. Yeah, Dude, he's, yeah, he he's, played with them. The most, I was play bass. He's the most fit musician we know. <laughs> he's he's so actually lost nice. weight. He's yeah. super cool. He's um, so. He's yeah, like one so of the nicest dudes like yes. ever. So I toured with Lee for over a year. Great. Um, is he just a sweetheart on the road as he is like every <laughs> yeah, day? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's cool. Um, that, well, no, I was thinking of fucking Lee. Yeah, uh, you were thinking Hanek. of the other way. Yeah, 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 sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Handshake? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, Lee Piatelli is awesome. Yeah. So uh, sorry, there was sorry, a band Lee. I was I joined American Mile almost like I think 2018. Uh, we started doing shows and and whatnot, and then. We, we did little tours here and there, and then not until after 2020, 2021, we got picked up by a booking agency and um, started doing a lot of just touring. We did this route where we were in an RV that eventually nice. broke down. <laughs> As uh, they do. They all do. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like, like an RV does. Yeah. Broke down on the Tahone Pass oh, while we were going up. I was oh. the one driving to. Transmission, is it? Is it? Uh, engine blew up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> ours, ours caught on fire. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, video so that I took like forever ago is at thirty three percent uploaded. Wow! Just Dang. so you know, I just wanted to bring that up. Trench season. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never happening, dude. So we we uh, there was a booking agency that was based in Northern California. We did this route from L.A. to, to Arizona, up through like Reno, Nevada, Idaho, Ooh, down yeah. through yeah, yeah. Northern California. Uh-huh. And then those after I left the band. <laughs> As soon as you get back to the coast, my eyebrows come back up because yeah. that drive, we were just talking to Luke about it. Oh. Those drives are weird. Those, those yeah, night empty, desert. Empty desert. Idaho, yes. Nevada, yeah. Utah. Oh, You're in the spooky. twilight zone. They yeah. ma- it makes you think about yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I love yeah. turning off the lights and just using the moonlight to just drive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, like our yeah. ancestors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our, the the moon, yeah. our forefathers were horrors. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and that's when Lee, Lee joined the band in 2021. Because um, in 2020, the other, it was a band of three brothers. Uh, just three brothers. And eventually, each brother <laughs> There's left. There's no cousin in this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except each for the brother except left. For one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What's so up, everyone? I'm the last was, brother. Yeah. 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 Two, three, 
At first it was it was two brothers, then it was two brothers, and then it was and one then brother. just the one brother. Um, and then he left and it was no brothers. Yeah. It was no brothers. Yeah, now it's just a hologram. <laughs> oh, I guess single brother could just be brother. Yeah, yeah. Brother. <laughs> we're we're brother. Uh, What's up? We're brother. So yeah, so we, we did a lot of touring with them and Lee was playing drums and Lee's a great singer by the way. I don't know if you ever if oh. you know that. He's no, in a, he's an amazing singing drummer and he there loves to sing. Yeah, and there's yeah. He was a singing drummer at the audition. Too. He has a really yeah. high voice, like yeah. high register. He's like a Don Henley thing going yes. on. Yes, he loves Don Henley. Yeah, right. I mean, just, Don, just mention Don, Don, Don Henley to him, cool. and he'll yeah. just start yeah. talking, yeah. and he won't stop. Uh, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Don Henley show. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, so, I mean, talk about singing drummers. Yeah. Is it Don Henley and who? Levon Helm. Well, he also loves Levon Helm. Is probably the yeah. best. What Don the dude Henley? From, I don't give a shit, dude. Aaron Gillespie. Levi Helm is just like... Well, it's funny. Lee's a, a huge Phil Collins fan. If you start talking to him about Phil Collins, he'll, oh, he won't stop. He hates Phil dude, Collins. Dude, I just watched a video. Uh, this is why Lee didn't join this band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he auditioned for a film speed? He did. Yeah. No way. Uh, he did. Yeah. You guys have probably seen like the Chad Smith, Here is 30 Seconds to Mars for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah, plays yeah. It. yeah. So that same uh, channel, uh-huh. or the recording mm-hmm. studio, they have a dude come in and... The, it's the longest Phil Collins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil just goes out there. It's just like he does it like to fifty cents, dude. He like walks upstairs. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then he literally sits down and then just goes right into the song. Yeah, that's the only time I'd listen to that song. Yeah, yeah, because it's the best part of the song. I mean, it's also fucking hilarious. So you should watch it. I'm telling you guys. Yep. Shout out Drumio. <laughs> Stapleton and Snoop Dogg for Sunday Night Football? I thought you said Monday. Mon- yeah. For Monday Night yeah. Football. Yeah. Dude, Stapleton wow. and Snoop Dogg in the air tonight, Monday Night Football. Look it up. It's not great. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that existed. I don't even like that Dude, song. So you were talking about so. engineers doing their job. Talk about artists just doing their job. <laughs> oh, Who does the Sunday Night uh, song? Is that Carrie, Carrie, Carrie yeah. Underwood. Dude, yeah. I can't yeah. believe she's still doing that. That's yeah, been. She's, she's, she's waiting new, all day, she, dude. She does a new one every year. She's, yeah. she's waiting all day. She every game. Every game. Is wow. it every game? Yeah, she's got to say the team names. Yeah, she's got to talk about the teams. Yeah. Just like Hank too did. No, yeah. she probably punches that shit. In. Yes, of it's, course. Oh, of she course. Does. Yeah, 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 yeah. She but punches every those week, two lines. Yeah. Every year, whatever. Yeah, I fresh them. Yeah, she just You're punches right. those two. But anyways, lines. Yeah. Yeah. there's a new version every year. With different, Come on. Okay, I have different uh, arrangement. a, a yeah. couple closer okay. questions. Okay. And the first of the closer questions is, do you have a Mount Rushmore of producers? Ooh. I mean, Rick Rubin, you yes. know. He's like that. He's the Washington Monument, if you, yeah. if you want. Yeah. And it's fine yeah. to Rubin's. do that. Travis Barker is probably one of the best drummers ever. He is? Sure. No, but <laughs> in yeah. like... Jim Hendrix, yes. probably one of the best guitarists. In like making... Problem, a, if not Steve Rubin. Making <laughs> a record, you're like, your top, you know. Yes. Uh, definitely. Rick Rubin's up there. Number one, uh, probably... The other one's Flood. I don't know if you know who that is. Oh, yeah. He goes mm-hmm. by Mark Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's produced some really influential albums. Yeah. Um, and What's your favorite of his? Of Flood's? Yeah. Probably the Downward Spiral. Oh. However, yeah. uh, like, it's obviously Depeche Mode. But uh, uh-huh. what I like about Flood is that he had a cool story where um, he engineered Joshua Tree. Right. And you know the story where you I two... Don't... Oh, okay. Well... You, you two basically called him. He, after engineering Joshua Tree, he was the biggest engineer in the world, yeah. sure. pretty much. Yeah. Phone's ringing off the hook, but he really wanted to produce. He loved the production. He'd want to just be the just, micer, just yeah. the mic guy. Yeah. Yep. 
and and that that and he didn't want to get typecasted. He was talking about like, it's easy to get typecasted as to the one guy doing the one specific yeah, job. Mm-hmm. It's well, easy to do it. Actors, so, it happens to actors all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean... So I think that U2 was... They were going to record another album or something, and he got this big opportunity to be an engineer, and he ended up turning it down, and he said that could have killed his career to do smaller bands' productions. Nice. But by doing that, it, it ended up opening the door for him to get with Depeche Mode, and then that changed yeah. his career forever. And I, I, what I love about his, his story, long story short, is, is just how he was willing. He was set, essentially set for life. Yeah. Had made a name for himself. I could be U2's engineer forever. Yeah. yeah it wasn't yeah. an engineer for anyone else. Yeah. Of yeah. That of caliber. course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. He's also known as the engineer for that yeah. album. Yeah. yeah. Until. Yeah. He, ever. Yeah. 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 Everyone exactly. dies and yeah. the yeah. earth burns up. So yeah. there's someone who, you know, uh, what's inspiring is that he could have just stopped there. Went down in history and yeah. would have a, a pretty much as long as he, he was you know not you uh, <laughs> didn't do something stupid to get like arrested or anything. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't blow up something. But um, I love that example. He, he yeah. could he he could he could just do that forever. Yeah. And and people would be calling him for that. Okay, is Rob Cavallo on your list? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cavallo's done some fucking the most orchestral yeah. giant fucking thing. You know what's funny? If you listen to his productions, he has a, I don't know if they're bells or like a Celeste or something, but yeah. in every like yeah. in Green Day and Paramore, there's like oh, yeah, so the Glocks. Yeah, 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 the Glockenspiel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I always I can pick it. I was like, oh, did he produce that song too? And yeah, I'd yeah. look it up. And like tubular bells and shit. Like yeah. he's yeah, he's very orchestral yeah. in that sense. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, oh, I wrote a symphony. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and then also uh, Butch Vig. Oh, of course, Butch of course, can't forget Butch Vig. Yeah, you yeah. can't yeah. forget he's, Butch Vig. He's also pretty iconic looking. So yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> that, and then Steve Albini. Albini. Yeah, yeah Albini yeah. all day. Yeah, I, I, What inspires me about Steve Albini is just his philosophy. So that being said, yeah. never mind her in utero. Ooh. Damn, dude. Because he did say ask. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Double-edged sword. Yeah, you drown so someone. Tough. You're gonna drown a baby. Oh, really? I'm team from, from a production standpoint. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. But from like a songwriting and just like, I, I love In Utero. Like yeah. I just, yeah. I love that album. Never mind um, was an album that I like grew up listening yeah, to. Yeah. Was yeah. It, I, it's I'm so hard because th- there, there's things I love about both, and they're yeah. very different. It's super from different. Yeah. From from why I love each one, sure. the reasons are very different. This yeah. takes me right into perfect album, just one. Yeah, I'm sure there's I'm, a million. I'm sure yeah. there's a dozen. Yeah. While you think about that, don't forget to use the uh, code word uh, Mario Leva to get ten percent off of your That's next recording session at the. A little Chiron. His own name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like his own services. Well, don't try it yet. So let's try Dude, perfect album is so tough. Um, I, I well, believe there's multiple. Yeah, like, I've got no, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, r- it's not rumors a by Fleetwood Mac. Sure. Oh, per- of course, that one's course. pretty perfect. Jesus. Yeah, yeah um, There's like, it, for me, it's it's a cross between Sgt. Pepper's Living Hearts Club Band. Did and, you say for me? Oh, for me. Yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, for me. I, I'm torn between Sgt. Pepper's Living Hearts Club Band and Abbey Road. Okay, I'm T. Because Abbey Road. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, yeah. I I lean towards Abbey Road, but Sgt. Pepper's yeah. like really. Set the stage. Yeah, but like, it's just changed rock. Yeah. Um, also, it's Pet all, Sounds. It's got a lot of yeah, good pet characters. Sounds too. Oh, Pet Sounds is so good. Mm, yeah. uh, Wish You Were Here. 
by uh, Pink Floyd. Floyd. These yeah. are perfect albums, right? Yeah. yeah now you're going now, back. Now to there's your, just a million. Yeah. Now yeah. you're back to your eight year old self, like oh my, the old, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really yeah. stuff you grew up on, right? We can uh, pull yeah. this on. Another you, one to stop to stop you is how if you were stuck on an For island own, yeah. in the middle of nowhere, tropical paradise. Right? Yeah. We're not sure. gonna we're not gonna yeah. go desert. We're not gonna die. We gotta amend this. Yeah. It's beautiful, but you could only listen to one album. You only have one album. It, for the rest you, of time. Your CD player and that CD will play for the rest of your life. It's not torture, but when you want yeah, to yeah, listen yeah. to music, this is what This is have. all you have for human music for the rest of your life. All I have for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You are stuck to a little bit, so maybe that'll help you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe Abbey Road. All right. Yeah. But that's okay. my answer. But I, I, I don't That's want, my answer. Yeah. I don't want you guys no to think answer. that, that well, I, I just listened to, like, my favorite albums are the old albums. The other ones no, would no. be, like, more modern albums would be Dizzy Up the Girl. But, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was another one, even though it was from my childhood. Uh, American Idiot by Green Day. That's yeah, an sure, iconic sure, album. Sure. But Demon Days by Gorillaz. But if you're stuck on the island, and and that's yeah. the only you one. only get one. Probably Abbey, Abbey Road. Road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Why? why? Because, it, well, man, it's either Abbey it Road or Wish You Were Here. But yeah. Abbey Road has all the genres. And Abbey Road is one of those albums, kind of like Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd, where I can listen to on repeat and I still find things oh, that yeah. I didn't yeah. every know. Every time. Every time. Yeah, Every think, time. Yeah. And that's what's iconic about those albums. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a great choice. Dude, nothing wrong. Okay. Wrap up. Final question. Okay. What song do you want to play on the end of this episode? Could be yours. Could be a band you work with. Could be just Abbey Road. It could be yeah, anything. all of Abbey Road. <laughs> <laughs> we don't just, make money yeah, off yeah, of this, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, what we don't care choose. about copyright strikes. Just Or, or your own songs yeah, or whatever. A, yeah. It can absolutely be anything that you want. That's yeah. what, that's what we're saying. You know what? There's a song that I co-wrote. Okay. I think it would be fun. Okay. I haven't heard in a while. It's called Done With You by Edgewater Angel. Excellent. Are you All able right. to send it to us? Yeah, I can. It is playing Sweet. right yeah, now. Yeah, here we go. Thanks for doing it. Consistently